Check. Check it out. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What's up, Dylon? Nothing. What? Turn. Dylon. What's you that? know, remember like on Chappelle show and he was like, Dylon, who's the top? They did that spoof on uh, when Puff Daddy had his reality show on VH1. It was nah, like, I never heard of behind, it. Behind the band. They were trying to make like a rap group. <laughs> was that the one where P. Diddy was actually in it? Nah. Oh. Totally different. It was on Chappelle show. Long time ago, but one of the one of the guys that was on, his name was Dylon, and he was like some Caribbean Jamaican dude or whatever. Oh, was he? And he was like, he's like, you know, who's the top five rappers of all time? (laughs) I'll name them for you, Dylon, 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 (laughs) Dylon, Dylon, because I spit out fire. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Chappelle was playing? Yeah, it was on Chappelle show, dude. Yeah. No, but was British Chappelle playing the concert? Yeah, yeah, of course, because he's a funny guy. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. So what's up, man? Happy New Year. Yeah, I guess so, man. We're talking about Happy New Year, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Happy New Year. Welcome back. Thanks, man. Yeah. How what was a, it? Uh, It was good. My New Year was good. I spent it in New York with my family. Yeah. Um, That was always, it's always interesting when I go back home, spend a long time away from them. Uh, I don't know, man. It's then a you, lot. New York's fun. Sure. Um, I did a lot of shit. But, What'd you do? Uh, got there. First thing I did was got food. Doubles. You ever ever got you to eat doubles? It's like Trinidadian food. Trinidadian like street food. It's like our version of tacos, but it's like chickpeas and fried flour. But it's pretty fun. I heard yeah, you talk about it before, but yeah, I never tried it. It's like it, my think. favorite thing from Trinidad, bro. Yeah, it's like, it's like a you dollar told me about one. Uh huh. And it's so fucking good. That's the first thing I did when I got there. I landed. Yeah. Got off the airplane. Took their um Uber. To my grandmother's apartment, dropped my suitcase, talked to her for like 30 minutes, and I walked up the block and got some. Yeah. Had that for breakfast. That's the best. Yeah. I feel um, like whenever you go home, there's certain places. Like, I think food is so central to the way you grow up or you, you, like whatever you're, wherever you're from or, yeah. you know, you, like you got to get that. That's the, that's the best way to yeah. feel like you're home. I know, right? Get that good food spot in. That's the, that's one of the things I, I mean, I miss two things about New York the food. It's crazy, like, not going to lie, Arizona, the food choices here are, like, not as good. I mean, but it's New York, right? Like, there's every culture is food in the world. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I do miss the food, man. It's just so good. Arizona's definitely grown as far as a food city, though. I mean, there's a lot of choices out here nowadays that are well beyond chain restaurants and stuff. I mean, like, there's some chains, but they're more like chains that are from here you know yeah 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 uh i think i think the food out here is not bad but i agree with you you know well we just got more variety sure that's what it is it's like well how can you compare you know new york is just such a metropolis it's it's well it's a world it's a world city yeah phoenix is the seventh largest city in the united states i thought it was the fifth maybe i don't know it was the fifth largest growing one i don't know dude we need to do more research when we start talking shit on here i guess yeah, I did some research about New York versus Arizona. Really? That I, I found interesting because, like, okay. when I'm at home, as obviously I'm on Bumble and Hinge and whatnot. Obviously, and so, obviously, and so like, um, when I went back there, I was like, I was just you know swiping and shit, and I bro, and like before I got there, I changed my location to New York. And I got like 30 matches lined up. Dang. And like for me to get 30 matches on Hinge, like is not, like in Arizona, 
I probably got 30 matches all a year. And to get, and it's like, these girls are like sixes, sevens, eights. So like in that. And they're obviously thirsty. They were out there hunting you down before you even got there. Whoa. Well, they don't know because my location is just set to like Queens or whatever. Yeah, it's still funny. So like they don't know. That's crazy. But it's just insane to like get that amount of matches and be like, yo, and start talking to the girls and like they're super cool and just like willing to engage. There's girls out there looking for dates like right before Christmas. Bro, it was like I was getting matches on Christmas Day. I was like after we opened gifts and shit, I'm sitting on the couch and like swiping and getting matches and talking to girls like on Christmas Day. The day after New Year's Eve, New Wild. Year's Day, like, like a lot. I mean, the unfortunate thing is, I just never had the time because I was so busy with family to actually go on a date. And I planned on going on one just to see what the difference is like dating there versus like going on a date here, just to see like the cultural difference. Because I feel like out here they're way more. I don't know. He to get back on feminists and all that shit again, Uh-oh. but they we like social justice warriors out here. Whereas what I remember from New York is like the girls are just super cool, a little more laid you know. back, yeah, and like so way more confident, way like more comfortable in who they are, and just like tougher and shit like that. That I didn't get to go on a date. Oh, speaking of which, I saw my ex on Bumble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I saw, um, what did we refer to call her in New York? Or like flight attendant or something? No, maybe? not flight attendant. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, West Hampton. Oh, <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I saw her and, bro, she is, she looks just as good. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, and then she's like, in her profile, she was like, I drink whiskey and um, into uh, F1. I remember uh, I th- yeah. last year I got into F1. Yeah. But I, it was just like coincidence. I'm like, fuck, why can't we make this shit work? But it's I swipe right. Never heard from her. Mm. Yeah. But um, where was I going with that? What's well, interesting that you got on uh, those dating apps, but you didn't actually go and meet up with anybody. Well, I didn't have the time. Yeah. But why, I was so like, why did you trying do it? Line. I mean, like, just well, I was trying to, to, I thought I would have the time. Okay. Because, like, I even thought I have time to, like, do the podcast. I didn't open my laptop once. That's probably good, though. You probably needed that time. You know what I mean? Like, you, eh. you get out of town. You get out of town. Eh, not yeah. really. Yeah, whatever. Instead, I had to, like, well, I shouldn't say that. It seemed like a boring week with you being gone, honestly. Like, me not in no. town? Fuck, yeah. yeah, I make this place amazing. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, it's like, you know, we're trying to chug along and... and you know, we will hang out every now and again besides just doing this. But still, I just am like, wow, man, my, my boy's out of town. town and yeah. like they were, there's no point focusing on this as a project when. Right. I mean, I, I wasn't going to come in, come in and then like just plug in and talk by myself for an hour. Or whatever. Yeah, that'd have been that weird. Would, that would have been really <laughs> awkward. Yeah. I, well, I'm, I keep myself entertained, you know, when I'm by myself. I don't I don't get lonely or bored very easily. Right. But at the same point, I don't, I don't think I could just like start talking and, and keep that going yeah nah, that'd be that weird. Would be that'd be some alex jones shit like you know what I mean? <laughs> who's alex jones I don't know. oh alex jones is like this crazy fucking um i shouldn't say he's crazy but he's like this podcaster youtuber okay but he's pretty popular in, in that he's a conspiracy theorist oh okay. and he like goes off on these crazy rants and like yells off the top and he just basically he comes across as psychotic but he's Joe Rogan's actually kind of like cool with him a little bit. Yeah. And um, he's been on <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast. 
And his episodes like are four hours long. You know. You, oh, he just keeps going. Yeah, he just keeps going. And Joe's like, he gets like so caught up in like his thought and like going further away that Joe Rogan's like having a hard time like trying to get him he's back on track can, yeah. and calm him down. Um, but Alex Jones is crazy. Well, he's not crazy, but he's funny. He's out there. Yeah, he's way out, he's there. out there. Um, how did we get on that topic? You brought up Alex Jones, and I didn't know who it was, so I asked you who it was. No, but what, what led to that? Um, just being out. Oh, when I was saying I wouldn't want to sit around and talk by myself. Oh, forever. yeah, talking about. Yeah, well, yeah. that was the reference. Like, yeah. Alex Jones. But the thing about it is when he does his own podcast on YouTube, it's just the camera on him, and he's ranting. For like, it's like minute. I don't know if it's like his personal ones are like over hours. Yeah. But he goes off. Well, yeah. That's some wild stuff. I mean, yeah. I got to spend a little bit of time with like my folks while you were out of town too. Like they yeah. came through, they came to Arizona. They've been uh, thinking about moving up in like Northern Arizona. So I met up with them and had dinner and it was funny cause I was um, in conversation just talking about like doing a podcast. And I'd, I'd mentioned it to my dad before, but my stepmom hadn't heard like too much about it. So right. you know, we had like a pause in our, in our dinner time. And my dad's like, Hey, why don't you tell, why don't you tell her about the podcast thing? And so I was like, all right, you know, yeah. And I asked her, Simple question, like, have you do you listen to podcasts at all? And she's like, no, not into no. it. Keep What's in mind, podcast? you got to keep in mind that like we're talking about people that are like early seventies right now, like late late sixties, early. Are 70s. they really early seventies? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, they're getting they're getting up there, whatever. But um, I think my I think they're very relevant. Like they they keep in touch with a lot of news stuff, or I don't know. I, I was surprised that they didn't have any kind of um idea about what a podcast is because there's every flavor out there you know what i mean like it doesn't matter you can right. pick any topic and and look it up and find something um but yeah so like my stepmom totally dogged me out because she was asking what she say was she said so like what's it about and i said we just talk about normal stuff like we just talk about like our normal lives or whatever we pick some topics we try to stick with those topics then and we just gonna let it go where it wants to go right but it's like it's like a fun conversation you have with anybody else and she was like, okay, well, whatever, you know. And I gave her a few examples of things that we've talked about so far. Um, and she was like, oh, it's, you know, semi-intriguing. Didn't sound like she was ready to tune in and listen once this is out there. Right. But she goes, well, how long are these things? And I go, oh, you know, we record for a while. You know, we could put them out there 45 minutes, an hour, maybe two hours. And she just goes, why would anyone want to listen to you talk for two hours? <laughs> just like eh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like like that was the same crazy <laughs> like it was the craziest thing she ever heard and i was sitting there thinking oh come on and there's yeah i mean she, listen, she's the do. same person that could watch like csnbc in the morning for like four hours straight right like well, how we do don't you know even... if anyone wants to listen to us that long well that's we're, true but we're they, trying we're I think still in this like of, experimental yeah. phase right i mean i think once we're out there if we get 50 listeners we'll probably be like dude that's that's 10 times more than I thought we'd listen. Yeah, you know, right, maybe. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. No, it's funny. That's why I didn't tell anyone in New York I'm doing this. Yeah, you said that you, that you weren't like shit. shit. First yeah. of all, I would never tell my dad. Yeah. Because like, he would be the worst one to tell. Because my dad, like, I, what I realized, like, my dad talks at people, mm-hmm. not with them. So, like, by the fifth day of, like, us being around each other. Because I left from my grandma's place and I went to spend time with, like, my brother and sister and yeah. my dad. You had to make the mom. rounds. Right. Yeah. But I ended up spending most of the time there because I really, like, really miss my siblings. Like, I really fucking just yeah. miss them. And um, I ended up staying, like, most of the time there um, just because I wanted to be around my brother, my brother and my sister. And um, me and my sister were, like, when I moved out the house, my sister was older and my, my brother was, like, kind of like a, just a baby. 
my sister was like, I don't know, maybe like, I think she was born when I was 18. So I moved out at 23. So that's like five years. So my sister was five. So we were like, we had a bond. Yeah. But my brother was born when I was 21. So he was only like two when I moved out. It's like me and my sister were way closer. And, um, but now my brother's a teenager. Like he's 13 now. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm dicking around with him all day. Yeah. And he's got like a mustache now. And what? His, his voice is changing. Yeah. And he's he's getting like pimples and stuff now. And I'm just like, I mean, I was fucking with him like all the I time. Would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just like funny because like I'm getting closer to him now. I think I would hope so. Um, well, it's great. I'm it's just, great when they, um, you know, the age divide changes and then. Yeah, it's, it's more fun. Like when they're a little kid, what can you do? You can beat them up a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to be known as the older brother who just beats them up. So yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, when that. now you're at the now you're at the point where your little brother's at the point where you can be more of an influence in his world. Like yeah. you can say things that matter. You don't have to kind of keep it all back. You know, you can talk about your teenage life and things that you went through. Yeah, and so it it makes that that relationship. I tried to better. do that, but eh, I don't know my because. Bre- the, the dynamic in the family is how did we get here i was gonna tell you something about my dad oh i was gonna Your say dad talks at people yeah like he doesn't he's, so he's so not I, a listener or what I, is what i get right so like when i like by the fifth day i was like done trying to have a conversation because i'm like yeah you're never gonna change um and like you tell him something and he's got to give you like this strong abrupt backstory as in why i have this hard stance but yeah. it could be like the stupidest thing like Hey, dad, um, you know, where do I put the can for a cycle? Because he's got like three bins outside. And this is just an example of like how, how you deal with this situation. No, let's hear it. And, it, <laughs> you know, he'd be like, oh, I put those in like the light blue cans because the light blue cans got on Thursday. And it's like, you know, if I put it in the wrong can, the guys, the the garbage truck will leave it. And the cans, will, the cats will like kick over the, the garbage can. And then like, it won't get recycled. And I clean it up on Saturday morning. Like. <laughs> Bro, I just, I just, Here's the, left, middle, or right. Like, that's all you gotta yeah, say. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, that's and awesome, like it's funny because, like, me, my brother, my stepmom, and my sister will just, like, dance around him and just kind of do things around him all day because it's like, don't poke the bear. Because, like, once you say anything that he has an opinion on, you gotta listen to a fucking December story where it's just, like, from yeah. beginning to end. Oh, man every nook and cranny and he's just got to make you feel like shit about it like he man it's not a conversation with him if he doesn't like assert his dominant power and it's just like that's bro, interesting like, <sighs> that's why i never told him about um, now i understand why you wouldn't either like, yeah like <laughs> i doubt my dad's gonna be like a listener or a supporter I, he'll, he will he'll probably try he'll probably he'll listen try. to it and i think at some point he'll just be like i don't know man I, i'm losing some respect for you would he really i don't think so i mean your dad's my, like 70 something no nah, my dad dude i think again i've mentioned before i think my dad's super cool and yeah uh we have a different level of relationship uh, as adults right i look at him more as a peer and someone i can talk to and, yeah you know i think he respects me a lot of the, in the same way but He's also semi similar to your dad, where like if you ask him about something, then like you don't get the short answer; you get those long, get long answer. Like <laughs> he starts out with, you know, well, I believe it was back in, you know, whatever it was a Tuesday, <laughs> it was a Tuesday, right, in nineteen eighty three, 
I think it was about four o'clock, you know. Right. And, it was like 40 degrees. Yeah, right. And it was yeah. going to go up to like 48. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Day. You know, and it was a little cloudy out. We thought it was going to rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it never rained. You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're like where is this going, dude? Can we just get in? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Tell me this story. Anyway, but that's. No, my, so my dad's like that. What, and it's weird because, like, as I get older, I'm like, that stuff used to bother me before. Like, I used to. I used to get offended. Like I used to get yeah. like, oh my God, like let it hurt my feelings and like let it destroy the relationship. I had a whole lot of resentment towards them and shit. Yeah. Um, but then now I'm just like You're older too. I'm so like, all right, whatever. Like get out of your system, bro. Yeah. Like, for example, New Year's Eve, my um I came home from my friend's house and I knew like they were going to visit my dad's friend. And they, we went there before and they're really nice people and they like me and I like them. Yeah. But I was just like not in the mood to go out anymore. I was like, I'm done. I I just want to sleep. Like I'm done. Like I was there from December 23rd, the 24th. I got there Christmas Eve morning. And I was just like, nah, I just want to be home for this night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my stepmom got, well, she didn't get mad, but she was just like, no, you're going. Like you can't stay home by yourself on New Year's Eve. Like, came all of a sudden i was like no i'm not like i'm not going yeah and then my you're dad um Times square whatever like, no 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 i'm, they were, I'm joking with yeah, yeah but um so my dad like sits me down and he's like listen you gotta come and i'm like this isn't about me coming like you guys i feel a lecture coming on and then of course it went to what are you doing with your life like what are you doing with your life are you why aren't you rich? Why aren't you? Why don't you have your own business? Why was, aren't you married? Like, and it's just like, <sighs> was this like a parental segue on on you having like a New Year's resolution, or is this just I, they took that? I time, think it was just yeah. They just took like, that time. To they like took hit that you with time it. because like anything that irritates them, they just use it. I shouldn't say they. It's like my dad's the leader because my stepmom is stepmom, but she'll back him up. Yeah, and it's just like anything I do that's mildly they disagree with Miley has to lead to the universe is going to collapse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're turning in two weeks, you're turning 35. You're not married. You know, you're not like rich. And then it turned into like, how much would it, would how much money? Cause I think I'm like Miley mentioned. Yeah. I went to, Oh, so we went to me and my cousin went to the Highline and the Highline is this, old railroad in new york city like on the west side by the hudson um where they used to transport like goods and services throughout the city on the rail okay from the yard from like the 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 ports or docks or whatever yeah and so it was like abandoned for like decades and in 09 they started this project where they turned the tracks into a city park so they raised they, they left the metal track but they raised up the rest of it like the dirt and gravel and whatnot uh-huh. to the same level as the the metal on the rail. okay yeah and they planted plants and whatnot so there's like 1.5 miles of just like railroad track that's that sounds awesome park and yeah, it's fucking cool. dope yeah and me and my cousin went there at night went to this place called the vessel it's just like a structure where you walk and and people are posting on instagram now um but anyway so i mentioned to them like on new year's eve that I would move back for the right amount of money. And my stepmom was like, how much? And I was like, 80,000. And she's like, and they got mad at me. They're like, why only 80? Like you're selling yourself short. I'm like, bro, you asked me for a number. Like, they they asked you to you, specify like how like much I, would it take? Right. How okay. much money if you, you know, for a job, yeah. if a job offered you X amount of right. dollars, yeah. how much would it take to move back to the city? And I was like, 80, I would seriously consider it. 
Like I'd I'd, I'd do the math on it and figure it out and whatnot. Yeah. And they got mad. And then of course that led into, oh, you're 35 in two weeks. Like why aren't you married and and all that? And I'm like, you guys just use the fact that I didn't want to come to your friend's house. And like now I irritated you. So now you have to destroy my entire existence. Whoa. Based on which is why, like I I going back to why I didn't say anything on yeah. the podcast. Cause like, nah, is I know if I tell them, they're not gonna say, Oh, that's cool. It's like cool experiment. Let me know when you release the episode so I can listen to it and see. Right. You know, I know like well, the reaction I would assume would be like, Yeah, why would you think anyone would want to listen to it? you're not smart you know what i mean again that's what my stepmom hit me with just like well you know right what uh what background you have how how much experience you have you're not like a broadcaster you're not yeah you're you're going to school for journalism right it's it's, whatever it's either gonna do well or not you know what i mean i think i'm somewhat funny and somewhat intelligent i'm not saying i'm you know same with you bro like yeah it's worth experimenting with you know yeah and in that same conversation my dad was like um what did we end up saying Oh, he ended up give, like he was talking, and I was listening. And I was being polite, and he was like, um, "Yeah, I know this person started this business, and this person started this." And I was like, "Yeah, but you don't know the circumstances in which these people got to their level of success." And um, and then he got, he went the other route. He was like, "Oh, I'm, I guess I'm 57. I don't know anything." And I was like, "Bro, don't be offended." By the way, when I told him that, I was like, um, not to be offended. I, I had like this in your laugh mind. in my head because I was like, oh, shit, podcast. Uh, yeah. Um, your dad's 57? I think he's like 50. He's yeah, young, 57, 50. young man still then. Yeah, they had, my dad had me when he was like 20. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry to sidetrack, but. Nah, it's fine. And um, and then it was just like, like, why do you have to go to the extremes all the time? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, nah, I'm not. Don't be mad. Cause I, I'm trying to have a conversation with you, and you went from like this end to the other end, and it's like, nah, don't quick, be offended, too. bro. Like, yeah, chill out. It's yeah. not, you know. And I think that's why, like, I can't live with my parents or my dad in New York. It's just like the world cannot be out. Everyone knows the world could end at any moment. Like we all know this, but it's like you can't live like that. No, you can't fucking live like that. You're torturing yourself if that's how you live. Right. I mean, you. Today is today is the day, right? Tomorrow is the day. I mean, you can today is the day you have to take the most advantage of. Tomorrow is the day you can plan for and try to make that a better day. Yesterday is garbage, dude. You can't do anything like anything you anything reference to the past. I mean, we talk about the past a lot when we're when we're sitting down because that is the avenue that you go to um, in your life experience. Right. Hopefully, hopefully, whatever happened in your past helps shape your present and your future. But right. you know, like so, I, I'm not going to say the past is useless because it's not useless. No, it's but you it's have the, to learn but, from it. But you have to be aware of the fact that you can't change any of that. Right. Like you can't reverse time. That's we're, we're not. But that's there. not to say like just dismiss it. I think not you have all. to. You have to like re- go over it. Well, take in stock your head, of it. Feel the emotions and then figure out what happened figure out what if it's a situation with another person what you did wrong what they did wrong yeah how could you prevent it next time and just move far and so right. the next time a situation similar presents itself try to change your behavior so it's a little different so the outcome is a little better and i think like that's, that's how you change your life right? i think like, that's healthy life living that's that's right. healthy mentality tie into that so 
the X that I came across on Bumble. Yeah. I've been thinking about her nonstop. I mean, I think about her like fucking every day anyway. So it's like when I realized like if she hit me up and she was like, yeah, I want to be with you. I'd probably like pack your bags. I'd pack my shit. I'd without like, the eighty thousand a year, without the eighty thousand, I'm not gonna. Out I get hey, this is just a, a opinion. I don't know. I, I've never lived in New York, but from what I know of it, it seems like eighty thousand a year in New York is like scraping. Like that doesn't. You definitely maybe that's can't why live in Manhattan. Well, maybe that's why your parents gave you a little bit of grief on that. I feel like maybe if you like live in upstate or something like that, then maybe you do all right with some eighty thousand. But yeah, I feel like if you're gonna live in the city or whatever. That no, you can't. Like you can't. Lot. Not in I've heard. You know, you, you cannot told me about live in what the price of living is and like the yeah. apartments, rents, and stuff. That's crazy, dude. Like, yeah, you can't. You, not in Manhattan. Like Queens, mm-hmm. Queens, Brooklyn. Well, even in Arizona, I feel like if you don't make like you know fifty, sixty something, like you probably. Again, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a financial jerk or whatever, but yeah, it's just like I think if you're gonna enjoy your life, you need to make a a decent amount. Yeah. Well, maybe Sorry, maybe they were right, and maybe I was wrong. I don't know. They, they're your parents. They they do yeah. want it the best for you, but I can also see how you could take that as um like a like them just almost trash talking you too. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get back to this. So yeah. so my ex, I was like, if she said to move back, and she like gave me she by, by the way, she has like never talked to me since she blocked me on like Facebook and like LinkedIn and all that shit. Uh-huh. Who blocked somebody on LinkedIn? Anyway, different story. So I didn't even know you could block someone on the Apparently you can. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, and there's a couple of things like why that relationship didn't work. And it's because like she never said she was she never could say she was sorry. Like it was so hard for her to say she was sorry, whether it's a big mistake or a small mistake. She's an atheist, and I think like that has a tie-in for some reason. I'm not knocking atheists, but I feel like the stubbornness of somebody who can't say they're sorry, it's like an ego thing where it's just like you my beef with atheists is like all right in the entirety of the universe and life and everything that exists you really think that there's not something smarter than you right you know what i mean like you really think you're the epitome of intelligence you are the supreme right being. like you yeah. know better than anything that care and that's mm-hmm. my beef whatever believe what you want to believe but um i was gonna say like if she was like willing to like go back in her, our past and say, this is where I think we went wrong. And, and this is why, this is what we could do. Like to not repeat these mistakes, like the relationship mm. could work. Mm-hmm. But I also knew, no, like she's the type of person that could never ever do that because of how she is or who she is. And it's like, it's interesting that she's still like, she's definitely out of my league prettier way more successful why would you say that i don't know it's that's like point. selling yourself short a little sorry i mean i'm not, I'm not trying Th- to cut thanks, you off Dad. i'm not trying to cut you off but it's just like um well i think a lot of times well people, not to my dad when i brought her home the first time to meet my father yeah. my father was like what are you doing my son he's like yeah <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah he's like eh, i don't get it oh so where are you from the hamptons yeah. Why? why would, Just salting you up your situation. Right yeah. I was like, gee, thanks, dad. Yeah. You know, instead of Not upselling supportive. me, instead of saying, oh, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm really happy to see you, my son. Like, mm-hmm. he's a good guy. It was the first thing that came out of his mouth. Wow. It was just like, what are you doing with this kid? Like, crazy. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's why I say it. Low self esteem. Blame the parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could do either way. But, well, anyway, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, right. Um, no, I, I don't know. It's just like, 
I always felt lucky when me and her dated. Like, I always felt yeah. lucky. But my friends hated her because, like... She was an atheist. Well, not because she was an atheist. Because, like... She was pretty? Your friends hated her? No, I changed... They didn't like her for me because I changed my whole life around it, around her. Well, I can see why a friend would knock you for that. Because yeah. I'm your friend. And you just told me you would pack up and leave your current spot for another shot at this girl. That, to me, sounds a little bit soft. I hate to call you out. No, you, but it like, is. That was... I don't know, dude. Yeah, that's a that's a. I try, I'm probably just like exaggerating, maybe. But I'm just saying well, you're, like, you're kind of amped because you around we had some proximity. It seemed like that was a possible open door. Yeah, and then and then that's the avenue that your brain chose to go down to think like, oh, it's, this could do something. This could be something. Right, right. right? Yeah, I get yeah. it. I don't know if I. I mean, realistically, would I pack my bag? You know what? I would have to probably say, if she didn't say certain things, I'd probably just tell her no. Like, because I know how she is. Yeah. Hey, exes are exes for a reason, right? Right. Do you realize that that kind of tied into a topic subject for... What did we decide we were going to talk we, about? Uh, we had our our actual realistic, serious topic. You've already just laid out to you perfectly. Um, it was like, what are good qualities for like a girlfriend? They're like, what? Mm. what uh, is that, that what we decided? That's what we decided. What we were going to go back that? and forth between... Um, what are the good qualities of a girlfriend or a boyfriend? So, like, what what could we be doing as guys to be more marketable to uh, girls that we want to date? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then what what is it that we look for in a girl mm. that makes them, like, girlfriend slash, like, spouse material? Yeah. And then we were also going to talk about Gilligan's Island and Scooby-Doo. Is that and, what we agreed to today? Yeah, I did a, not research. I, I had to go back into the catalog and, like, look at the, the yeah. last the – last, um, did you research Scooby Doo? No, I didn't. Because it that just seemed like I'd rather just talk about it for like the sake of being silly. We gotta have facts though. Like All right. here at this show. All anyway, right, well, so what we, qualities would we'll, you... we'll take a we'll take a we'll do we'll do serious girlfriend, boyfriend qualities, and then we'll take a little break. We'll look up a little bit of facts on no, Scooby Doo. We can look it up live and then we'll, and then we'll get into that or whatever. Um So qualities in a partner. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy talk, dude. Yeah. Um so I, am I kicking this off? You want me to start off? Yeah, go for right. it. What do you think you need? As a, here's the thing, though. There's a difference between in my older phase of life. I realize there's a difference between what you're attracted to and what you should figure out you need in a mm-hmm. partner. And I realize like those two things are not matching in my head. Like I need to figure out how to get. Very rarely do they. Right. Which is. And that's and that's also funny because I didn't think about this till after the fact when I listened to like what we had recorded in our, in our last recording mm-hmm. that we chose those two topics and how intertwined they actually are. Yeah. Because of the fact that in Scooby Doo, right, there's like Thelma. She's like the nerdy yeah. turtleneck wearing with the glasses and the bob haircut. Mm-hmm. And there's Daphne. She's like the the goofy. Um, Is she goofy? Well, she's I, like the cheerleader type. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I guess I meant more more so than Goofy was like yeah. she's the she's like the, ditzy. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're not gonna put her in the pure brains category. Clearly, between those two, Thelma right. is the brainy one, and Daphne is like the attractive, lighthearted. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, like the giggle girl or whatever. You know. Oh she, my god, the time machine's got a flat cheerleader. <laughs> Absolutely right. But she's, you know, whether we're talking about a cartoon drawing or not, she's the the 
she's visually, the hot one. They 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 she's design the they design that character to right. be the the pretty one, the attractive one. Even right. though we're talking about cartoons, the parallel between Gilligan's Island and Scooby Doo being right. that now we're talking about stuff that's filmed. Right. And we got married. By the way, before feminists start menstruating, they did Ooh. that. They did that to Shaggy and Fred too. So like Shaggy's like the dumb, goofy pothead stoner. Yes. And Fred's like the cool, like yeah, he's supposedly, like the jock. He's like the macho. Head, yeah, yeah you know like man he's the he's leader the he's the strong he's got like the the big right what, what is it called um johnny bravo he's got like that johnny bravo kind of right his chest is all wide and like yeah he's know. a man he's the and man, then man. like shaggy is like skinny and looks like he's yeah dumbass he's like how's he yeah so yeah they did it for men and women in the show but yeah. clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> um yeah did you get into um gilgan's island marianne I, I don't think you can dispute Marianne is attractive. She's just mm. more the girl next door. She's the. I think when that show that came very... out, though, the most of the country, because we're thinking like, when did that show come out? Like 50s, 60s, 70s, maybe? Uh, I'd say 60s. I would say 70s. 60s, but. So, like, again, if we'll, you think we'll about it. We'll research this and bring, we'll, we will bring an ep- update I'll either at the end of this episode or like. In a future episode. No, I'm not doing that's more work. I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing any more work this. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. We're gonna do it right fucking. It's now. happening right now. So But yeah, it's probably sixties. I think it kicked off in like the sixties or whatever. Yeah. We're talking about. So the point I was now. trying to make though was like at the time the average girl was like Marianne. But the ideal woman that guys wanted to be with would have been Ginger. So like I feel like for the reference in time, like Marianne was supposed to be the unattractive one. If that makes sense. I think that's how the TV show presented the situation. 1964. Okay, 64. So like mid 60s. And I agree with you. I think Marianne was more like the wholesome, relatable, relatable girl. Exactly. But if if you listen to to the theme song, right? When they say the movie star, like Ginger clearly wasn't the girl next door or the average girl she was a movie star right so if you look at other look at other movie stars of that era they even today if you talk about like a scarlett johansson or whatever like these are like attractive women Mm -hmm. you could talk about women that were popular 20 years ago they're still attractive marissa tomei or something like that you know right i don't even know why still i don't know why i threw those names out but i actually saw a a picture, a post of Marissa Tomei and I was like, "Dang, dude, she is smoking hot." Who's the stuff. hottest actress ever, ever, all time, dead or alive? Oh, dude, just I, toss a name out. You don't have to be right. Just toss a name out. Charlize Theron. I love, I love me some Charlize Theron. I would have gone with Charlize Theron or Catherine Heigl or Catherine. Catherine Heigl is definitely going. Yeah, you know, Catherine Hepburn. You'll be- I do like Audrey Hepburn though. Like fucking Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Okay. I watched Breakfast so- at Tiffany's. By myself, ah. over and over, repeatedly. Oh, you are, you are something, dude. I am right. something. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, she was a babe, though. Babe City for sure. Yeah. So, um, but um, okay. So we just went into a little bit of a side tangent uh, in into subtopic, but uh, qualities that you find attractive in a girl that you want to date or marry, pursue, or, or pursue a long term relationship. Um, I'm going to just get this out of the way because 
I am superficial in a little bit of sense. I, you have no. to have, what? You're superficial. Oh, you're an awful. I'm you're an awful a guy person. and yeah. you like looks. I mean, yeah. You're so part of the there picture. has to be some level of attractive yeah. a, attractiveness, right? Um, but immediately following that to me, uh, we, I go into sense of humor. Like if I can't laugh with hmm. a girl, if I can't, um, if I can't basically be myself and. I, I mean, I could be really annoying. I understand that to a, yeah. some degree or another. But I also like to make as much fun of everything in life as I can. To me, that just makes the process easier. It's more fun that way. Mm-hmm. But I love I love a girl that has a good laugh and like isn't afraid to laugh at stuff. And on top of that, if she engages in the joke, if she kicks off a joke, mm. or if she like if she's willing to make fun of something, mm. including herself. Cause I'll make fun of myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If I do something dumb, I own it. And, I, and I'll, I was talking to this girl like a few weeks ago and she was telling me that she opened a bottle of champagne and like shot herself in the face with a cork. And then said that her friend had it like on a Snapchat or something. Mm-hmm. And then she actually showed me the video and I was thinking, what a great girl this is to, to show. To, it to I mean, a lot of people would be so embarrassed. They would think like, this is, I mean, maybe you could put it on, instagram or, yeah. or youtube or something like that and be fairly anonymous anonymous about it right to me it was very attractive in the sense that she did something that some people would think of as embarrassing or and, stupid and, and then like just showed it and yeah. i was like wow way to own that you know? see here's the thing about that if i if the girl is smart and she is intelligent mm-hmm. i find that what you're saying very attractive but if she's stupid Whoa. and she does something like that okay it's just like so Ugh, like face palm. I'm gonna kinda. do I'm gonna do like a scorecard right now because that's, yeah, that's just the that's easiest way to get through this at this point. Uh, so I'm throwing out Split like it down funny. A I'm, I'm putting out attractive and then and then funny and then you put smart right. So yeah. Um. So we'll we'll each take a point for for each of those. Yeah. 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 Are you put are you doing it down the middle like my name one? Yeah. I got yeah like a split chart a split chart. So I'm gonna say like attractive and funny and you're gonna say attractive and smart. See, nah, I need sense of humor too. It, so it's got. To, so you're you're trying to outrank me? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. I agree. I agree. Okay, so so attractive, um, smart, conscientious and then funny. is like what I need because that's that's my biggest killer right now. It's like I have a feeling that we can't do this across the board because I think we're gonna agree on every topic at this point. But well, that's just me. Let's, we'll see. Let's, if, see, let's see if we can find be, some we disagree. It'll be on. easier to to target the ones that we don't agree on. But so far, we have attractive, funny. Right. Smart. What is funny to you? Like, what is. Well, again, because there's different kinds of sense of humor. Right. So I guess I would go with just uh, even though we talk about offensive, I think when you say something that another person could find offensive, I think there's a sense of intelligence that goes into the smart category. If you can look at that and go, all right, well, you meant that to be funny. I didn't really think it was funny, but I see where you're coming from. Right. Right. So that to me goes into almost like the intelligence category. Yes, exactly. Like, like my menstruating joke earlier. Yeah. Like if a great. girl could fucking laugh at that. Yeah. Just I like, would be like, oh, you're, Kevin, in the key, you're yeah, such you're, a fucking idiot. Like, right. Why would you say that? Like, yeah. But laugh it off because she knows like that's not my nature. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't hate women. Mm-hmm. Like that would be super fucking yeah. attractive. Yeah. And then, um, okay. So I'll throw another one into the pool. I think nurturing of blood. 
<laughs> I think being nurturing. I think nurturing in yeah. general is a female quality. And I'll give an example, right? Like years ago, I was um, I was sort of dating this girl. Uh, she was like the half Japanese girl. And I got sick. I got a cold. And I think all men, for the record, I'll speak for the broad category. I think most all men are total babies. Like when we get sick, yeah. we want to be taken care yeah. of coddled <laughs> yeah. you know like we want to just lay on top of a girl and just uh and just cough just hug me on what and, the yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah like wrapped in a blanket like yeah. just get me uh get me a ginger ale and uh uh you drink ginger tea. ale when you're sick that was raised that way it's all i think it's a white thing i think it's all a white right. thing go ahead i could be wrong but i feel like uh for like yeah like a hot cup of soup and then like ginger ale blanket yeah and like as much rest time as you get some rest. You yeah. Get some rest. Like take care of me. I dated this girl and she, it was one of the sweetest things I recall from like a girl I dated. Mm-hmm. She came to my house and brought like everything. Brought a, a load of fresh groceries and made like a chicken noodle soup from scratch. Like I'm not talking about like opening a can and heating it up. She brought like like raw chicken Actually, and oh, like dang. fresh vegetables and chicken stock and all that and made like a ridiculous soup i still remember it, t- it tasted great yeah. maybe it was you can't like, bring like a can of campbell soup that's what i'm saying she, she, she went that extra mile she went that extra she mile was like, take to, a nap yeah she know. was like go lay in your bed get your blankie <laughs> you know just it sounds just... like you want to date your mom <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think that's, I think that's kind of where it come from though like i think that, i think that like mom you know, if you had a good mom, your mom kind of tried to spoil you in that same way. Okay, and- I'll, I'll, I'll argue in your defense. Here where it comes from. That's where it comes from. You want to be with a life partner that you know can nurture your offspring. Yeah. Well, that that becomes desirable right. for sure. Yeah. Because you, you sit there. When, when a girl will treat you with that level of love and right. compassion, you don't have a hard time visualizing if she was a, if she became a mother, if oh, she right. got pregnant, right, and you're going, wow, we're gonna have a child together. You don't, kids you don't really have to question. Oh man, she's probably just gonna let these kids run amok, right? And then it's just straight up craft mac and cheese, like seven nights a week. Yeah, frozen pizza. Ugh. You know. All right, so nurturing. I'm with you on that. I could go for nurturing. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. All right. My well, last girlfriend was nurturing. The other two was not. New York was not. Was she nurturing? I don't think she was nurturing. I think. Flight attendant was pretty nurturing. Flight attendant was, she was nurturing. She was, yeah, she would do nice stuff. Oh, my God. I don't want to start giving her all the qualities. because then I'll I'm, not gonna, I'm not trying to volunteer that for you. I'm just saying the time that I knew her, yeah. that was a limited nah, time. She, she was super, super nurturing. My family, she was the last... No, that she was not the last girlfriend. My family loved her, and they're all like, "Oh, so you're gonna get back with her? Have mm-hmm. you spoken to her? You're in New York. You're gonna say hi to her?" I was like, "No, man, we broke up for a reason. Like, yeah, leave me alone with this shit." But um, sucks when your family likes like one of your partners more. I than. think that's a perfect uh, addition. Like, likable by the family. It's going. That's a good one, but it's also the double-edged sword because right. when <laughs> when the family falls in love with a girl, 
And then they don't mm. see the behind the scenes of what it, that relationship is like. Mm. It's very hard to sell your parents or like your loved ones on the fact that something's not going right. Especially, it sounds like your dad would be this guy. Like, I mean, my mom, uh, when I used to date that girl from Rhode Island, uh, again, came from a great family, great background. Yeah. Very, uh, very successful, prominent, affluent is the word I believe I used, affluent. affluent. And uh, that started to, it, that was hard for me to maintain and keep up with. And my my mom had this vision in her head that we were going to live in some villa, you know, like some mega mansion. And my mom would just like live in the guest house, just bum rides off of us for the rest of her life. That was kind of her game plan. Hey, <laughs> and I, it was I'm like that. <laughs> their relationship started to have hiccups in it. And everyone was like, my, I had like people in my family, they call her the Duchess. Like, they used to call her Duchess because I thought that was a cute nickname. And I was like, that's some. There's some pressure right there. Like, don't, yeah, don't put that on me. Yeah, you know what? Well, uh, that's not happening with. But it also with, it does feel good when your parents like, yeah. or love the person that you're with. Yeah, it makes it very easy. Transition. It does until they start going. Where's the ring? When are you gonna drop the ring? And you're like, um, when I'm ready. Um, I was gonna say, I had that same similar experience where with New York, the one I saw in Bubble. Because she was from the Hamptons. She wasn't like... Her family are like florists, interior decorators, like event decorators and stuff. And they're really good. Her mom's like super dope at it. But it's the mom and the dad that run the company and it's just the two of them. Yeah. Um, But they don't live in a mansion. They live in like a regular size house. And I imagine they just like save all their their money. So like when they die, they're going to give it to her, their only daughter. And I feel like that because of that she developed like this kind of how should i say this um safety from her parents where it's just like there's no reason for her to branch out and to be what was it what was the last topic we were talking about the last big love by your parents yeah so like i think like her parents like they me. enabled her. They like me. I feel like they genuinely like me, especially her dad. Yeah. But at the same time, it was just like a lot of pressure. Like, you know, like, it's hard to keep up with that. Yeah. It's just like, hey, man, all I have is my heart and my good intentions. And it's just like, yeah. kid, that's not going to cut it. Right. You know what I mean? We like, need to see bank statements and right. like a 401k. Like, so what's your plan? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what's your, what's your, not, yeah. not only what's How, your plan for my daughter, what's your plan for yourself? Kind yeah, of. Yeah. 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 It's just like, bro, I'm an immigrant. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to this country. Come on. Yeah. 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 Like I'm, I'm trying. I'm, it's not, this is not old money we're dealing with here. I'm yeah. trying to get some new money. Right. But, um, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I no, that's, that's no, it's, that's a perfect, that's a perfect segue just because I, I've been in that similar position also, and, um, you know, getting, getting Q and A'd by the parents. Like, so what's your portfolio look like? You know, as what's, oh, your, they actually what's your long-term plan? Like, you know what I'm just sitting there going, I just spent all of my money going to college and flight school. And like, I basically, I, I had, I bought a, a apartment or I bought a townhouse. Yeah. Like, but it basically I'm like, I, here's the amount of money I've been able to make at this point in life. And, Pretty much all of it's accounted for. Yeah. I mean, her parents never did that to me, but which yeah. fortunately, because I think they knew whether she was with me or not, yeah. she was going to be fine. Um, but I, mean, my, I think my dad kind of like did that. But yeah. Um, yeah, fortunately, they never did that. I just wanted to put it on record. But did her parents actually like 
no kind of question. They, not no, not really. But I mean, there was this little things, you know, like going to going to like Thanksgiving dinner, and it would be no. it would be like um, like a catered event, mm. you know, like they had people. It was like I don't want to say maids. They didn't have maids and shit on like a daily basis. But like had, when the demand came for it on the holidays, they would hire help. Yeah, they would. Yeah, yes. it's like the family would be enjoying all of their time, and there would be like people on rent in the kitchen cooking dinner for them, and then yeah. you know it was like sit at the table time and let's let's you know break bread and all this, and they were popping like Dom Perignon, and they're like, hey, you know, you ever had Dom Perignon? I'm like, no. I mean, why yeah. would I have, have ever? I've heard of it. How right? old are you? Oh, twenty. Six twenty eight. I don't know something like that. I gotta be honest with you. At twenty six, you should have known about Dom Perignon. No, I knew what it was. I'm not. All right. I'm, All right. I just, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I had just never had it. I had never been at a point where I was thinking, "Oh, I'll go out and just spend a hundred and something dollars on a bottle of right sparkling white wines and the champagne." Is that what it is? Yeah, it's champagne. my dad's given it to me before. It's I champagne, get... right? And I yeah. drank it, and I was like, "This tastes like." Corbell or like whatever the shit that like normal that's the thing i don't get people. about like fancy shit like that well, like, like moet like my dad's all about moet and yeah. whatever and i'm like a symbol bro like this shit tastes like fucking flavor ginger ale i gotta be honest with you oh that's why you made fun of me for ginger ale earlier no no no. i'm just oh. saying like like you know you drink dom Perignon. it's like if you if you eliminate the brand from it and you just Nothing close different. your eye and taste this shit Nah, son, it's not worth the hype. Like, it really isn't worth the hype. Look, if you're blindfolded and you go for a ride in a BMW or a Mercedes, you probably, probably don't won't know tell the, the difference. difference. Probably, right? Won't. Yeah. All right. So, so whatever. Uh, I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's certain things that become. Or maybe we're uncultured, right? Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. We're, perhaps. Perhaps we're uncultured. Right. I mean, you're an immigrant, and I'm. Middle, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a middle class white kid. So. <laughs> What do you expect? I don't know. Um. All right. So where where are we at now? Uh, so we're still we're still hashing out um things that make a relationship attractive and whatnot. Um, parents of the parents like, you know what else is attractive? Empathy. I feel like a lot of girls oh, like that. Oh yes. Like that. Like, oh, in my spot yet? Okay, empathy. The yes. Ability to listen and like shut the fuck up and just afterwards be like oh yeah i see where you come from would you think it would be best if you did xyz or if we did xyz like i don't know that's a that's a big one or the ability to have a conversation just like talk to somebody mm-hmm. without them fucking jumping down your throat mm-hmm. like i don't know it's pretty fucking important yeah a hundred percent yeah which is harder to find than you would think in a woman, because like, well, being yeah. judgmental is easy. Yeah, but being understanding of another person's position takes a little bit more patience. It takes it takes something out. What about sympathy? I mean, those are two. They are separate things. What about when you have that hard moment? Like, have you ever cried in front of a girl? Unfortunately, I have, but I cut that shit out. <laughs> learn my it, lesson it's hard it's hard to tuck that learn in i mean lesson. like uh i've i've also cried in front of a girl but at, yeah at the same point i don't feel good about it. i don't feel masculine about it but i think we're also trained as humans or as men in particular to not want to show that sign of vulnerability 
And I think that's oh. that fits into the empathy and also into the sympathy. You know what's category. ironic about that? I have no problem crying in front of other men because every any guy or male family member or male friend that I feel comfortable enough to cl- to cry in front of, I feel like they'd be supportive. Yeah, but I feel hella insecure crying in front of woman. But women say that. As men, we should be able to cry in general in front of anyone and like be emotional and shit. But they're the ones who like don't respect you after you cry. Isn't that <laughs> funny how that works? Yeah, like, that's that is an interesting counterpoint. Because I felt way comfortable in front of my ex wife and I would cry in front of her sometimes. And I realized every time I ever cried in front of her, I lost respect. Like mm. and she she lost mm. a little bit of respect for me every single mm-hmm. time. And it's like, until the last relationship, I straight out told I was like, you'll never see me fucking cry, bro. Not because I don't want to or I don't want to trust you enough to cry, but it's just like, I learned my lesson crying in front of a woman. Like, women yeah. don't respect a man who cries in front of them. Yeah. But there's also a negative side to harboring your emotions. And I think if you're keeping something back from the person, if you're in a relationship, that's the person you're closest to, especially if we're getting to the ball uh, to the ballpark of, marriage uh nah. or, or like uh if if you have children together never cry i'm gonna just drink my problems away and die from alzheimer's well, that sounds like a normal human being okay <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah yeah i don't know i don't think i i think that i should probably hash that out in my head like trust issues mm-hmm. should i be allowed should i have the courage to cry in front of my yeah. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think I'll ever cry in front of another significant other as long as I live. Uh yeah. That's a that's Do you a, think that's a strong one? Like you should be able to cry in front of? I think that being vulnerable as a human is is a human trait, and I think that that's completely acceptable. Gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I learned my uh, lesson. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like, I'm the, like, you called me out earlier. I'm like the most sensitive, softest, most no, you're not. touchy feely guy I know. And it's just like, I learned my lesson. I'm not, I'll do that shit now, like, to joke about, but okay. I'm not doing that shit in front of me. Do you think it's healthy to build a wall around yourself? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Really? 100%. Okay. Now we have some, <laughs> now we have something to talk about. This is going somewhere. We're, get, we're building deep. a wall. Right. Okay. So why? And I'm going to make wall? a Mexican pay for it. Ooh. All right. Trump vote. Uh, no. Is it, uh, is it healthy? <sighs> oh, I don't think it's healthy. I'll just be honest with you. From my, from my personal experience, I, I have put up walls and barriers and stuff. Absolutely. But you've also said in the past, and I know this, uh, that you love to burn bridges. You're you're a you're a light lighter carrying. Let's burn that shit to the ground, like whatever. So I'm talking. There's there I and I've told you before. There's times I fully agree that burning the bridge is healthy and it is what you have to do. But yeah, I think there's a difference between burning a bridge and And building building a wall. Talk to me. Well, I think if you're building a wall, you're you're trying to keep other type of negativity out. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't have a problem with trying to keep negativity out of your life. But the problem with building a wall is that you you find yourself in a position where you can't get out now. You you you've encapsulated yourself and now and now you have nowhere else to go. 
you should be free to roam and go and and move and shake and do as you need to do. And I think when you build a wall that prevents other people from getting in, hmm. it keeps you from getting out. And I, I mean, what do you want to be locked up in this apartment the rest of your life or like wherever wherever you end up being? You know, you could hmm. have a very nice home. Like you could you could get to that point your parents were talking about where you're like a millionaire or whatever, and you could have any kind of property you want. But do you want to be in a compound where you're completely stuck there i like the idea of safety don't get me wrong i think that sometimes a wall is built for a safety purpose yeah but do you want to not be able to escape that like you got to be able to get outside of those walls like here there gotta be there gotta be like a gate right there's gotta be like a gate like i want a wall that surrounds me but i got the key on the inside so when i'm ready to go out and like let you in I choose. I don't I have a. Decide. I don't have a problem with. <laughs> I don't have a problem with building your empire with yeah. a, a building your fortress with a moat. Let's but, clear it up. We're talking about emotional walls. Okay. We're about, uh, I'm turning into a physical. I think science. we're talking about defense mechanisms. Yeah. Are you talking about a physical wall? Or are you talking about like survival, trust issues, defense? No, I think I think there's the correlation is in a physical sense a wall is the representation the representation mm-hmm. like so whether we're talking about emotionally or physically we want to have a safety barrier around us i think women are very much the same i think women need to feel protected they yeah. need to feel safe so as a man i also want to feel like i have some ability to protect what i'm involved in you know that's a good point because i think I, that's why i'm single that's the that's why that's the biggest reason why I'm saying I don't understand how to keep a woman safe emotionally, like I, emotionally. Yeah, physically you could. Like, oh, physically hands right. on. Like I kill him. You up, you up some ass. Yeah, but I think like emotionally, where well, I hmm, I've been getting better at it as really like every relationship I've gotten better at it. I think it has to. I hate to go back to the parents thing, but it's like I'm it so all starts big, with I'm, the parents. I'm so big on psychology. I feel like. Because I was not readily available, because the relationship between me and my parents was like, I could not openly express myself without being criticized. Somehow, mm-hmm. according to psychologists, right. you're, I get programmed to believe that's what love is. So I, yeah. when a girl opens up to me or has opened up to me in the past, I was quick to like point it out and like just use it as a damaging thing. Yeah. But to me, like subconsciously, I'm like, oh, this is what love is because whatever, whatever. Yeah. Now it all ties into the backstory. Right. But which is why I could sit here and say, I'd rather not get attached to someone knowing that I can't keep them safe emotionally. Like if they were vulnerable, Mm -hmm. that I can't, you know, be that nurturing person. Have you ever dated a girl with uh, with kids? No. Okay. You will. You will. You think I should? You, well, speaking of which, tomorrow there's this girl that I think is really cute, and she has a kid, and I'm like, okay, I, I offer it to take her out, and now I'm like thinking about it, like, do I really want to go and step that territory? Well, I've mentioned to you before that once you get to a certain age, there's almost an expectation that women that you're going to date have kids. There's, I, at, at this age, we're going to be 36 soon, right? 35. 35. 
all right, well, I'm 41. And I'm telling you, most of the time when I end up dating someone or getting to know someone, there's a very high probability that they have a child. Yeah. You know, more than likely they're divorced. Sometimes they'll tell you they're divorced and they're not. They just, they're just trying to fish early. Right. Um, which, okay, so we're going in. We're, the topic was honesty. What, what, <laughs> what are qualities that you look for in a girl? Honesty. Yeah, honesty was, I think, like one of our first things. Let's be honest about stuff. Yeah. I've met girls that have said they are divorced. And, and then weren't. you go on a date with them or two or three dates and they say, well, oh, we're oh the, the paper's pending. Right. But like, we're, we're all going to sign it. Yeah, away, we're in the process right, right now. And, and and so then you're going, OK, well, now this is an adultery situation if we hook up. Right. And, right, right. And so, you know, if you're going to have some moral fiber, you probably don't want to be too close to that thing. And by the way, but, if if you if I feel like it's not healthy to date somebody who's about to get divorced just it's just as unhealthy to date somebody who was recently divorced and i'm talking recently divorced like a year or maybe even two years and if there's kids involved three years or something because like okay if that person was married for like 10 years plus you're not they're not gonna sort out all that emotional shit in like two or three years like it probably take like five years if they even want to figure it out at all because some people might come out of divorce and like never try to figure this shit out so it's like do you really want to get tied up with someone who got divorced and like couldn't figure that relationship out and is just like jumping into the next relationship? You I know? think a lot of people springboard and jump into relationships. I mean, yeah. I've I've dated girls that I met and thought, oh wow, this girl's super awesome, great energy, representing single, and then you go out and you have a great time, and you realize that you're absolutely the band aid in her world. Right, where she is just like. I just needed to go out with you. I've done it myself too. I, I I'm Have not you? trying to. I'm I'm not trying to press this on like just girls. Yeah, I did that to. Yeah, I've I've, I've, I've yeah, I like, felt like I needed um just to get reengaged in the dating world, and and then you go. I'm I'm not over my last relationship. I'm just this is where I'm going. Yeah. Because I think it's gonna make me feel better. At that point, you've taken every other equation out. Like all the other variables are gone. Yeah, which is just as shitty as like doing that, whether you consciously do it or like I didn't consciously do it. I, just, I met her two months after and mm-hmm. just liked her and like she latched on. So it's just like it turned mm-hmm. into a long term relationship. And I know myself like I shouldn't have done that, which yeah. is probably why like I couldn't attach myself because I was like, nah, I didn't figure out my shit. Yeah. Um, And I've been single for a year now. I dated somebody after that, but like I'm in single a year now. I'm almost like still not ready to go back out there and be in a long But you're trying. Life. I mean, you're you're going back to New York and you're setting up your uh your location profile to I mean, to, listen, to, to you like got hopefully engage right, in like, something. You got yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. still you got to put know. it out there. You mean you got to give it a you got to swing, you got to swing yeah. the bat, you know. Yeah, yeah, you can't can't let the skills go rusty. No, nah, <laughs> you got to keep that practice. Up, right, exactly. For sure. I went out with a girl um and I when I met her, I knew she had kids. Like that was something that came up early. Yeah. And um, and I made it a point to say that I didn't really want to meet her kids until we had gone out a couple of times. Fair enough. You know, I was like, I'm th- th- thanks for being open and honest and saying that you have children. I'm aware. Um, I I've also told you and if anyone else is listening mm-hmm. uh, that I dated a girl in my past that was a fairly serious relationship. 
uh, actually it was a very serious relationship, but she had a daughter and, um, and I, I became super attached to the daughter mm. in that process. Gotcha. So Did I we think that talk, we talk about this in the yeah, we, relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. We, yeah. We talked about this when we were uh, in like girlfriends, or, like first loves or I think it was like our first episode or one, episode of, our, one, one of our early episodes. I don't know. Since, mm-hmm. <laughs> since at this point, we're just still putting our own thoughts together. Yeah. Anyway. Well, why'd you ask me if I ever dated a girl with kids? Because I was saying, like, I couldn't keep a girl emotionally. Much, or I'd not realize I was doing that. No, I just asked you because it was a kind of a segue. Oh, okay. It was, okay. It was okay. like, uh, I, I, as far as I know from talking to you and being friends with you, I didn't think you'd ever mentioned. No. Like dating a girl that had children. And I think that's a totally different dynamic. So since our subtopic or our semi-topic is, you know, like... I thought you were going to hit me with some enlightenment, which was kind of what I was hoping for. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I was, um, I was, I had met a girl, started talking with her, seemed like we could hang out, and she told me she had children. No problem with that. I said I wouldn't really want to meet your kids until we get to know each other a little bit. Right. Basically see if there, if there's going to be a dating format. Because right. again, when you when you are spending time with someone that has children, whether they're uh, a single mom, whether they've ever been married, or if they've been married and are going through divorce, right. if they're married and divorced, there's so many variables, really. Because right. that just because a woman has a kid doesn't mean she's looking for a long term relationship and is trying to right. play it safe with your right. feelings, like, right? You could actually be the guy trying to give her a fair shot, and she might be just after some dick. So it's like, there we go. Yeah, now I mean, we're like, now we're on to something right. here. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like I'm figuring, I want to get to know this person a little bit to see what type of relationship are we talking about. Right. If we're even talking about relationship. Yeah. Or or maybe you just need that male company. Um, yeah. You get you need to get yours off and. You know, that might sound crude or rude or whatever, but that's lifestyle right there. A lot of you can't say guys are out there just trying to get their shit off and that women aren't like there. How dare you, sir? Come on. How dare you? Who's offended? Come on. (laughs) Don't don't be that way. (laughs) But yes, uh, men are pieces of shit and women are like the best thing on the face of the planet. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the angel versus the devil. You have a vagina, so you're an angel and I'm the devil because I'm trying to figure out actually as a as a grown up man, um, if I need to involve your children in this process. Again, I was looking at this from the standpoint of are we just going to hook up? Right. Or where does it go from here? Truth be told, we got drunk. And we hooked up, and then alcohol, shame, the shame, yeah, juice. blame it on the uh, yeah. uh, uh, alcohol, right? I mean that that's a, it's a juice. yeah, man, that's a it's a hell of a drug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so no you, it's no good, but yeah. So we we ended up hooking up, and then um, she wanted to spend more time together, and she was like, "Yeah, we were pretty messed up the other night. We should hang out again." To recap what happened the other night, I'm like, okay, well, and yeah. then we ended up drinking more and hanging out more and, and made another, I would call 
at this point a bad decision. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so um, I told her that I was okay with spending more time with her, but I just didn't want to involve the kids and in, in anything else until we had kind of put some brackets on what this relationship was like. Wh- what was our goal to the relationship? Right. And then I had uh, thrown a little barbecue at my house and she brought her kids with her. Without asking. I had only mentioned before I was down. I understood she had them. It was fine with me. I wasn't uh, oh, anti talking like maybe three weeks. Like, like Yeah, like early. Like, that's what I'm saying. Super that's early. short. Yeah. Uh, to me, that was really not OK, because now I'm involved in her children's life before I was kind of like mentally ready for it. And mm-hmm. I don't think she was mentally ready for it either. But I think she saw the qualities in me that we were discussing earlier, like a, the, the, the things that a parent would ask you. And she was like, okay, this guy's got his shit together, essentially, yeah. you know, house, job, car, bills paid, right? whatever. Um, She's trying to trap you. And then it was like, yeah, this guy could be the new baby daddy. You Stepdad. Know. You're not yeah. my dad. You know what's interesting? Yeah. If I ever dated a girl with kids or considered it seriously, I'd want to meet the father of the kid. Yeah. Like just roughly just, but I'll more interrogate her about like their, their relationship and see like how she feels about mm-hmm. what went wrong. Cause if she starts off with like, Oh yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of this. He piece of this. And then like, yeah, but you had a kid by him. So it's like, right. Dude, was he always that could, bad? Yeah. You could blame him as much as you want. Right. How did you participate in this whole thing because it's like i always feel like if two people break up it's both people's responsibility like both of you fucked up it wasn't unless like somebody cheats like one person just like sleeps with somebody else then all right it's that person's fault right but at the same time you still gotta ask yourself if you're in a relationship with somebody long term and that person cheats why did they cheat how did you fall short in them cheating and it's like Mm -hmm. Both people have a part to play. So it's like, Always. I would want to know, like, curiosity would want me to, like, find out how she feels about that guy because it tells a lot about how she, the kind of work she's willing to put in into relationships. Yeah. And that's kind of like, I've never heard a, I don't think I've ever heard a girl who I was talking with or flirting with who had a kid, whoever said anything good about their kid's dad. And it's like, red flag. Red flag. Because if you start shit talking to your kid's dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's a piece of shit. X, Y, Z. Like, he did this. He did that. And it's just like, bro, take control over your life. You know what I mean? Like, you had a part to play in it. You know? But anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, honesty. Yeah. So, yeah. But as far as good qualities a person has, yeah. giving credit. You know? Like, giving credit to um, someone else that's impacted their life. Right? Like, you just said it. If a, if a girl or a guy, for that matter, just spends all of their energy talking about how awful their ex was. Right. What's the good of that? Right. I mean, they're, like you said, if, if there wasn't. where they're wrong. Yeah. yeah so. Everyone has their part to play. Right. And, and nobody in a relationship is perfect 100% of the time. Right. Or anywhere above 100% of the time. If the opponent, if the other person in the relationship was only good for 10%, well, at least give them 10%. Right. You know? 
Like, what about this compromise? That's really important yeah. to me. I can't date a girl who can't fucking compromise. Yeah. Bro. Like, if you if 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 I'm giving eighty five percent, I'm saying, hey, like toss in fifteen in this one particular situation. Like, I just need fifteen from you to make this work. And you're still like the fifteen percent makes you uncomfortable. Like, you just don't want to do it. Yeah. It's not gonna work. Yeah. It's not gonna work because there's gonna be another situation where you're given or she's given like 60 or 70 or 80 mm-hmm. percent and she needs you to dump in 30 right. or whatever and then you can't say i don't want to give this because then you're saying you're the selfish asshole right so it's like yeah all right so compromise let, very important agreed i think compromise is a big part of every relationship too not just boyfriend girlfriend relationships right. like your 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 friendships the way you deal with your coworkers, every everybody you have to be able to bring something to the table and then also, if another person is willing to put something on the table, like see how you can utilize that to make the whole big picture a better picture. Right. Right. So let's switch it up a little. Um, we we started off talking about um, what are good qualities in a girlfriend. So let's get it into what are like what do you think you do well as a boyfriend? That makes you like the good catch, right? Mm, I used to be a better boyfriend to my ex-wife. I'm now a shitty boyfriend. I gotta figure out how to be a good boyfriend. Okay. Um, what I did do right before, uh, compromise. I think I was good at that. Like, hey, what do you need? Mm. Tell me what you need. Figure it out. And Have you not realized that girls don't like to tell you what they need? They want you to guess. Yeah, that's why like, I'm single. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> girls girls need you to be perceptive enough to know. Like, you have to be an absolute mind reader to get there. Because very few girls want to come out out of the gate and just tell you, here's what I need from you. Right. And when they do, as a man, you just sit there and you go, why are you telling me what you need me to do? Like, why can't you just wait till I do what I'm going to do and... Like yeah. I'll, I'd get there eventually. Well, they don't want to wait till eventually. They yeah, want you to get there now. Shit, so, yeah. damn! I just realized I'm a shitty ass boyfriend. You are. I I'm just kidding. Boyfriend. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, don't I know you say so, but I encourage change or growth. I encourage growth, mm-hmm. and that's something that I do well. Like, hey, you want to take on this new challenge? Mm-hmm. How can I help you? Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. what do we need to do to figure this out? Um, I try to be supportive, although I wasn't always very good at it. Like, dang, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> um, it's it's so weird because like when I did it, my ex wife, I was like, I did everything wholeheartedly. Whatever she wanted, I gave her. Like emotionally, tried to give her like financially physically it would of course at the time like i couldn't give very much but i did what i could give i, I mm-hmm. did give and then like as i got older i started holding back i was like i yeah i'm not gonna do that like, mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah what do i give damn maybe i'm just a shitty ass fucking boyfriend okay i think i'm funny you're pretty funny let's let's go through the list for us like I, I want to go through the list. What the old list? Uh, no, which, like which the list? list we made for girls. Like, am I funny? Yeah, I think I'm funny mm-hmm. in my own way. What's yeah, humorous was like a kickoff. Yeah. 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 What's the next one? Um, 
um, humorous honesty. Yeah. I used to lie before and now I'm like super honest. Okay. So flaw. Mm. No, you know what I do really well? Cook and clean, bro. Like I feel go. like as a partner, there we go. I could fucking cook and clean my That's where I was heading. Off. Like organize shit. Um I'm good at like planning. Yeah. I'm good at like so, yeah, okay. Now, you know we're, I mean? now like, we're getting somewhere. Like, we're not just going to wait till Saturday and do this shit. Like, no. What do we need for Saturday? Yeah. What do we have to do? Like, See, I think that's... Uh, what's the weather going to be like? I, I think like that's that. one of the areas I was going to point out um, where I think is maybe a strong suit for me as well. I I, I love cooking <laughs> for people. Like, especially if it's like a girlfriend or whatever. Like, I am so down to make a, like a good dinner, a great breakfast. Yeah. If I got to pack a lunch or whatever. I mean, maybe not my specialty, but I I super enjoy feeding people. Mm-hmm. I think th- I think there's some saying where it's like if you feed someone like or if you make sure someone's fed like it shows you love them or whatever. I don't yeah. think that it's, it's not necessarily like a sexual thing. I think when it comes to family or friends, if you make a dinner and you like you make sure everyone's taken care of, is a it goes back to like the core of religion too. Like when they talk about breaking bread, and I don't I don't yeah. care what religion you're talking about. In in pretty much every religion, they talk about they breaking, mention that right breaking bread. Tomorrow. Breaking bread is like fellowship, right? Yeah. So we're talking any religion too. I'm not going to just call one out. Mm-hmm. Most every religion on the planet says. Well, something we know the one you're thinking that. of. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you white. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, but no, like I, I'm real talk. Real talk though. Like when you when you make sure someone is fed, it's yeah. just that. Well, I, I was talking about that story earlier about a Japanese girl making me like soup when I was sick, right? So that was her way of feeding me and making me feel healthy, making me feel nourished. Yeah. When you feed someone, it, uh, it shows a great sign of respect. Cooking for someone is like a great sign of love. And it's so easy to spend your money and go to a restaurant. You go to a, a nice restaurant yeah. and, and drop some coin on like a really great dinner. Yeah, it's fancy. It's a fancy date, right? Yeah. But you can cook for someone at home. It shows more intensity than it does to go out and spend big money. I'm also good at that, like being yeah. like planning long term. Like I'm more concerned about long term than I am mm-hmm. short term. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know I have this. <laughs> so fucking gay. I have what? this thing like every time I'm gonna date a girl before I have sex. Did I ever tell you this? Like I always. If I'm going to enter a long-term relationship with a girl, I don't want to use like fucking birth control, like condoms or, or her on the pill, because mm-hmm. that shit encourages like cervical cancer. So I don't want my girlfriend like opening herself. So anyway, okay. so I always like try to ask Doctor Kevin is in the building. Yeah. So I always like get an STD screening and make her get an STD. Not make her. I like tell request her. it right like listen if we're gonna go into a long-term relationship it's gonna be sexual like we're not using condoms and shit like my polyarchy is pretty strong so you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get a screening i'm gonna get a screening and we're just gonna exchange notes and then like we don't have to worry about that anymore so mm. like um i do that good at long-term planning shit that's okay. a weird quirk i think i have that but it's a responsible quirk you know yeah. I'm all about responsibility. I Very think much it's so. My, yeah. Is my strong suit. Like, I will always do. I got that from my dad. Like, my dad, my dad huffs and puffs when he has to do like the right thing. Like, why do I have to be the one to carry this burden? Me, I do it because it's like, that's eh, the right thing to do. And I like doing the right thing. So it's like, when it comes to being responsible and shit, I just enjoy doing responsible shit. And my friends always make fun of me. They're like, oh, you're such a bitch. But like, 
I don't know. I like doing the right thing. Fucking sue me. What do you want me to say? I, I have no issue with doing the right thing. Yeah. And, uh, considering that that is what you consider the right thing. I mean, I'll, I think I'm it's sure I'll make fun of you in the in the future at this point too. Yeah. Uh, I never told you that. No, you have, but I just like it. Just sounds different when we're. <laughs> yeah, 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 it does. Um, what else do I do with that? Well, what do you do? What do you bring that to the table? Like I said, I, I enjoy friend. cooking. I like to make plans. I like to I like to have something to look forward to. Uh, I, I would it, like a girlfriend's like car or whatever. Like I, it sounds stupid, but I would I'll just like take her car and go wash it for her mm. or something like that. And just it's to me, it's a lot of little detail stuff. Mm. Um, but it's also sometimes things that don't like it doesn't get really any credit. <laughs> it's not important. Yeah, if it's not that important, that shit. yeah, you don't get credit for that. Yeah, I that's like my flight attendant girlfriend. She would come home and like toss her suitcases in the room. I'd be like, "Yo, bro, like, don't you is see it, how yeah. clean my apartment is? Right, these need to be organized right. and put in their proper place." And, yeah. yeah, and then she would like sleep all day, mm-hmm. like wake wake up like an hour before I got home and like mildly organized, and, like, and then she'd be like, "Oh, well, we're going out to eat." It's like <laughs> you were home all fucking day, <laughs> so you had an expectation she would have been like at home and cooking for you. Yeah, and it's yes. not because I think a woman's place is in the kitchen. No, it's just like I think if we're two fucking sure time. adults, right? Like, mm-hmm. how often can you go out to eat? Like that shit gets expensive, and it's just it gets boring after. Even if I was a billionaire, I would not want to go out to eat for yeah. all of my meals. I, I like I like the ability to control that stuff. Yeah. Um, Damn, I feel like a shitty boyfriend because I can't come up with good things. Well, this is part of the planning and organizing. Why are we doing this? We're doing this. We're doing this for our own personal growth, which is sort of selfish. But I think is it? No, I don't. I don't think it's actually selfish. I think it's healthy. I think we're trying to make moves and get a path to where. Okay, here's the thing, though. Do we offer? Do you offer the same qualities you expect from a girl? Humor? I think so. Organization. The one thing I don't... I could organize my life a little better. I could. I, I understand that that's yeah. an area where I need to grow and like work on. I'll give I'll give that. But but if I move into like... If I, made, I meet a girl and I go to her place and her place is like perfection in every way, I think that's where... I dated a girl like a couple years ago and at that point I was over the top about... Like I was almost at your level of OCD keeping all my stuff immaculately clean, super organized. And she walked in and she was like, okay, you're, you're a psychopath. Really? Yeah. She just completely called me out and was like, well, there's no human on the planet whose stuff is this level of clean and organized. Like you're a super freak. Yeah. That was her opinion. Mm -hmm. And then uh, largely I did make sure my stuff was spotless and immaculate because I wanted her to think that it was impressive. But the, the, I'm not like I don't think I have OCD because I could think of my nat son has dust on it that I've been meaning oh, to yeah. get rid of. You could have you could have wiped that off like at least three hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What else do I bring to the table? I think I bring a lot of the stuff that we talked about: humor, intelligence, like witty. I would agree compromise. With that. Like I, I like to compromise on stuff. I have no. When someone, I actually love when someone has an opinion that objects my opinion i'd love to talk it out i don't want to say my goal is to offend another person if i offend them 
I hope we can come to a counterpoint or some spot in the middle where there's a better level of understanding uh, of where I see it. And then also letting that person know that I'm okay with their point of view. Mm. I've hated for years of my life. I hated other people's opinions because I thought all that mattered was how I thought of something. That's not the case. Not it's anymore. Not just kidding. I'm a little more. I, I mean, think I'm a little more grown now, but. Mm, hmm. I'm trying to think. You know what? I I expect physical appearance more from. A, I think that's a double standard I have. It's just like I don't particularly. I work out almost every fucking day, but I can't get in shape like I want. But I almost couldn't if a girl had my body like the female equivalent to my body i probably wouldn't hit her yeah you would which is fucked up yeah you would no i wouldn't i've seen some oh. i've seen some of your girls who <laughs> oh nah she was she was in shape she was i'm just shape. messing with she, you she had i'm just extra weight you. on her but she was in shape she's no, very attractive she's very attractive yeah because lots of people yeah i could if i had pictures of all my exes i wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't brag about every single one of them. Yeah, I think some. I think sometimes like a pretty face mm. isn't the whole package, right? Yeah. No, here's the thing. She, every girl I've ever dated was proportionate. Where I'm, I'm not proportionate. Okay. Like I carry my weight in my middle, which is not. Right. Dude, you're you're a little harsh on yourself sometimes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. What else? What I do we know. bring to the? T- Damn, we don't bring much. I definitely have <laughs> fucking money. Hey, <laughs> right? Hey, you got this like podcast that's trying to launch, right? So uh I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Could be a selling point, not sure. No, you know what I bring? I bring growth and like the potential for growth. Because like no most people get no comfortable doubt. in their lives. And they're just like, yeah, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to sit down and watch the game. I'm like, nah, motherfucker. Like, if this year we start a podcast mm-hmm. and the podcast goes bad, next year we're going to pick up another hobby that could potentially there grow into something. I like that. I definitely bring that. And I it's like just that. like, I hate when, I hate routine that doesn't encourage yeah. growth. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've dated, I've dated two girls that were kind of like that and i was just like how do you do the same shit year after year after yeah. year after year like try something yeah even if you fucking fail at it man like yeah. even if you embarrass yourself doing it like try something new man like i definitely bring that to the table yeah you know what i mean my yeah. dad gave me a challenge question the other day and what do you say he just asked me like what you know i'm not a big fan of new year's resolutions or any of that type of stuff but it was about a year ago that I decided I wanted to build my own airplane. Yeah. And that's like a, that's a project that I, I originally thought I would want to do when I got closer to retirement age. Right. And then I had that light bulb moment where I was like, hey, maybe, maybe we do this sooner than later. It'd be a better thing for me as a whole. Right. That was about a year ago. And Did I, we mention you're a, a licensed pilot. Did we mention uh, it's, it's, kind of briefly come up like as far as when we were talking about education or background i think oh yeah um but yeah i i I, i've had a commercial well i've had private pilot certificate and a commercial pilot certificate for uh, several years um and hey you bring that to the table you could fly a girl around 
Yeah, but it's that would be the plus of owning my own airplane, though, Kevin, is like uh, at, at the point I'm at now, all I can do is like rent a plane or wait until someone else contracts me to do work with them. Yeah. And it, when, at that point, it's pretty unaccessible to just like bring your boys with you. Like you can't just load it up and be like, hey, yeah. hey we're going to go do this. Um, there's a huge advantage of being an owner or an owner operator. So. Um, I was about a year ago that I decided I really wanted to make that a priority. And as far as like, have okay, so let me back this up a step before I just talk about back, airplane back, stuff. Um, having, I think, an attractive quality for a man or a woman um, is having a long-term goal. Mm. Like having goals, like setting a boundary and a goal and then working towards something. Because we've talked about college in the past like we're not really fans of the education system right you, no, you pay you pay a certain amount of money you you complete some kind of criteria and then you get a piece of paper right um but in the in the real world there's a huge benefit to setting a goal whether that's hey let's start a podcast right like that was a goal that you set um later that last year and now we're we're, we're doing it like we're right. we're chugging on it, we're we're giving it a shot. Does it become successful or not? Who knows, man? Like that's out of our realm to know at this point. But right. we're doing it. Like you set a goal, and we're doing that goal. Right. I hats off to you, brother. Like I'm happy to be a part of this project. Thanks, man. Um, I set a goal that I was going to build an airplane. That's been one of my long term life goals, and I thought it would be something I would do when I was like 50 or like older. I understand at this point of life that there's no guarantee I'm going to live that long. So why don't I want to do it sooner? Right. And there's little hurdles. Like every part of life has a hurdle. So at this point I have some financial hurdles that I need to accomplish or like jump over before I can get to that, to that ultimate goal. But I'm working on it. Yeah. Like that to me is what I'm doing. I would rather go on one less date a month or one less fancy dinner out a month and use that money to build my airplane yeah like and that might that, sound that, dumb but that brings me back to another point it's like sacrifice i love a girl who could sacrifice like yeah if you could watch your what? friends on instagram and your your all your sorority sisters are in greece and australia and like then thailand and then you could sit down comfortably with me and and just have dinner and be like you know what they're we all owe eighty thousand dollars in student loans. By the way, I don't want to date somebody with that much student loans. But <laughs> like, you could look at what your friends have or other people have, whether it's social media or real life, and you could say, you know what, that's not my life, so yeah. I don't need to compete with that. Right. Like, if a girl could just sit down and be happy with what she has, fucking a, right. like fucking a, because right. like now I'm not dealing with a pipe dream. I'm mm. dealing with reality, and right. it's just like you're grounded if a yeah. girl's super grounded because i have that ability i was talking to my uncle in new york i was telling him i was like i need to travel more man he was like we were to you know i was asking him like where should i visit and him and matt were telling me about like where they where they went they went to like bermuda and shit and um and I, the reason why i have it in my head that i need to travel more is because every time i go on fucking instagram i'm 34 and there's my friends that I don't work are like 26, 28, and they're always going somewhere. Mm -hmm. They're like always posting this shit. Traveling's like, great, dude. Yeah, and I'm yeah. always like, I always comfort myself in the sense that, all right, I don't have that life. That's not my life. I'm cool with what I have. Like, mm -hmm. I'm happy to like be able to go on hike at on like 
South Mountain right. on a Saturday morning. And like that shit makes me happy. As it should. And I don't like compare. But now I'm like, I'm 34, going on 35. Like, yeah. damn, I really do need to travel. Before I'm like 60 years old and my body can't keep up yeah. going to Thailand, right? Yeah. Well, don't do it in the same context as like these. I don't want to use millennials as the term. Well, right. Don't don't put yourself into the trap of being financially um, stricken, like as in being in debt. Right. If you're if you're traveling, if you're accumulating credit debt to go explore the world, I hope you have the best time ever right. on your trip. Right. But my uncle do it said when that. you can afford it. Like, right. That doesn't to me. My uncle was like, yeah, he was that. like, listen, he's like, you got it. We did that later on. In life. Yeah. And we still enjoyed it. And he was like, don't put pressure on yourself. And it was like the first time in like the past year where somebody was just like, hey, man, yeah. understand. But like, take it easy. I don't like I, I love to go um, hiking also. And I I love going camping. And the, one of the great things about going camping is that doesn't cost shit. Yeah, like you could go stay in a really nice resort in in in, in the area that we live, like the in the state. There's tons of amazing resorts, especially in the summertime. You could do what they call it a staycation, right? And you could go stay at a really nice, yeah, you yeah, know, like yeah, a yeah. five star resort for very little money. Mm. But uh, again, if you're going to talk about going and travel around, going to to Ibiza or Ibiza or whatever they call that, or you know, Greece and Italy. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I don't want people to travel or I don't think it's a great idea. I think traveling is an awesome idea. I think living within your means is an even better idea. Yeah. Like if you're going to put yourself in debt to go on a great vacation, that's a sucker move in my yeah. book. Like I said, you can go camping for like a hundred, like a hundred bucks. You can just go buy food and a tent and you're, yeah. and you, and you probably will find yourself more at peace and in, in your surroundings. It's yeah. not for everyone. And it's a lot I of people think it. camping is like garbage. And I got two throws. things to follow that up. One, did I ever tell you I went on this trip with this, uh, not trip, this two dates with this lawyer girl and she was like really successful. And and then like one, I think her deal breaker was that she told me, she talked about hiking and she's gone on this 10 day hiking trip and she was just like, you know, I'm really looking for someone. I really like that girl too. I was looking, she was looking for someone to like keep her company on a cafeteria. I'm, I don't know, man. Like I'm pretty intimidated as as a, brown skinned person about like getting caught like in the middle of nowhere like <laughs> yeah with my pants down kind of because it's like yeah. i don't know maybe you understand this and maybe you don't but it's just like i feel like if i was white and i went out camping i wouldn't worry about who came across me but it's like as a brown skinned person hiking in like the middle of fucking buttfuck arizona and it's like <laughs> if the wrong person came across me and they had their guns and they had their feelings and oh know, my god I don't know. But anyway, so I feel like a deal breaker for her was like, I was kind of intimidated. I told her, I was like, yeah, I don't really, I'm kind of intimidated by just camping like that. Like, just like me and another girl. I think she saw it as like a weakness. Like, who the fuck Probably is this did. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was just like, I was just expressing like, yo, I'm open to try it. Like, but you might have to like walk me through this process of like what it takes. You know what I mean? And I think that was a deal breaker for her, which leads me to probably. Yeah. I can't but, imagine you being that threatening. Like if I was out camping and I, again, I've known you for a couple of years now and you're one of my better friends. Right. So I can't imagine just looking at you and being like, 
who the fuck is this? But like, what? I only can imagine you dressing up, like dressing up like a Native American in like, a, <laughs> like no shirt, and like some armbands, like a headband, and like a bow and arrow, and just being like, like <laughs> speaking in some like foreign language. I'd be like, who is this guy right here trying to shoot his bow and arrow? I mean, like, no, I'm, that's I'm probably not gonna saying. shoot that's first. That's all I'm like, saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not shooting first. But um, the other thing is like. Somehow in my head, like it popped in like social media where like if if you don't have to do shit for the grandma, like hats off to you as a girl. If you don't have to fucking be cute all the fucking time, have to show off with your friends and like, you know what I mean? Or just prove that you're living your best life. If you could like not live like that, like that's fucking awesome Mm -hmm. because I bring that to the table. Definitely. Definitely not a show off person. I do I do post stuff on Instagram and like, but I post like little shit mm-hmm. and people like make fun of me because like everyone's posting shit in Greece and I'm like posting a hot cup of tea that I really fucking enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, you are getting older. Yeah. All right. By so, the way, speaking side segment way, girls who like post bikini pictures. Or stick their asses out on Instagram. You're, oh. you're trash. You're trash. Oh my god! I'll jerk off to you, but you're trash. oh, oh god! Please <laughs> I would put not that, date you. Please put you. that into the edit category. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Why? Why do you disagree? You just all right. I mean, I just didn't realize this was a podcast about stuff we're willing to jerk off about. Uh, you hey, know, we've said worse things, my friend. I probably have, and yeah. I and I doubt they'll go on. Uh, I don't know, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. I don't know. I couldn't date I was a girl thinking, who posts like bikini pictures and shit. All right. For some so reason, I was thinking for a a next topic. Next time we sit down and chat, are we done already? Uh, I gotta. We can keep going. Yeah, I'm gonna take a break. Oh my god, another fucking smoke Dude, break, my guy. It's not a smoke break. I gotta take a piss, bro. Like you had me waiting for like almost two hours before you we didn't started. pee just now. Yeah, but I gotta pee again. All right. I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking, you know, I'm having drinking tea. Can I, I are you going to, are you pressing pause right now? Are you going to put me on pause? No, nah, I'm listening to your rap. Then I'm going to pause this shit. You motherfucker, <laughs> dude. I was just going to say uh, a topic we could either get to when we come back would be Instagram versus no Instagram. Like you're, you are a uh, tech guy. You're on um, Bumble. You're on Tinder. You're on uh, Instagram. I'm not on Tinder. I got banned from Tinder. Okay. <laughs> you got banned? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this would be a great segue. That'd be a great segue in its own right. I don't do any of that stuff. I'm yeah. I'm an old man grandpa. I'm a dinosaur of the tech world. Uh, I like just interacting with real people, real time, FaceTime, uh, whatever that may be. So we covered qualities in a potential life partner. Did we finish that? Did we actually finish that? I think we made it most of the way through. You could always come back to it. What else could we talk about? What'd you have for dinner? Sushi. Sushi? Yeah. Damn. Bro, I'm seriously trying to, to get, sushi. Seriously trying to lose weight this year, man. That's like, Is hey, that your... New Year's resolution. Let's okay. talk about that. All right. What's your New Year's resolution? I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Why? Because I think today is the most important day of my life. Okay. I think that I think that anytime anytime that a human, whether it's me, you or anyone else, wants to do something to improve their life, that's the best time to do it. Like 
you don't have to look at the calendar and say today's the calendar date to do that. And like, why? Why? Yeah. I was talking earlier about how I want to build an airplane. Like, uh, and I had set some kind of stupid limitation in my brain that I would do it when I was like 50. I would do it when I had like more money to, to uh, invest in the project. Yeah. And I guess we were talking about financial stuff a little bit earlier too. Like money kind of comes and goes in life. It's money is like food, dude. Like you get it, you eat it and then you shit it out. So if someone wants to go on a nice vacation, like that's a great, you know, if you want to spend your money on a great vacation, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, my, my parents, like my dad, and my stepmom, they went to, um, they went to France and England like this, like a few months ago and they had a great time and I'm stoked. I'm actually like really proud of my, I'm going to call my parents. Like my mom's, my mom passed away. My dad and my stepmom have been together for a, the, the vast majority of my life. And I have no issue with them spending their money on that. Like they, they need to do that. It's awesome. They, yeah. they made it to a point where they're basically comfortable and retired or whatever. And it would be a shame to let them just sit on whatever they've accumulated over their lives and not use it. Like what? They already told me I'm not getting it. I don't. I don't want it. Like you know. Are you? Are they really not giving it to me? I don't. It doesn't matter if they do or they don't. Seriously, like it doesn't matter to me. So here's a question for you: How important is money really? Money is a money is imaginary. In my opinion, like right. money is is somewhat imaginary. Now I have to say that from the standpoint of someone that has a little bit of it, you know. I'm not I'm not rich by any means. I can't retire anytime soon. I I, I have to work. I have to chug and grind right. and push. Um Do you know what and, the first form of currency was? No, but I have a feeling you do based on how you said that. Mm-hmm. Seashells. Seashells. Yeah, after the barter system. Okay. Seashells were the next the first thing to That's be introduced uh, after food. Yeah. Like to be traded. Because it was just like pointless for farmers to be walking around with like a bunch of like 10 bags of corn trying to get 20 bags of potatoes. I don't know if that was the right. Well, I believe I believe in the barter system to this day. I still think barter system is a great as equivalent. Yeah. But I mean like that. So they were just like, I'll leave my corn at home. I'll leave, you leave your potatoes. I have 10 seashells. Each one represents like a bag of corn. So if I give you this, you know. You could use that and mm. trade it with somebody else. And then, like, once that person brings that seashell, seashell back to me, I'll give them that back of corn. But so that's mm. where money started. Really? Yeah. And then people would just go to, like, the beach and pick up <laughs> first counterfeit. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the early way to bootleg some stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, don't be sorry. That's Yeah. Do you know why coins have ridges on the edge? Because if you put them in like the, the the slot to get on the subway, the the ridges get it. Like if you're at a if you're at the arcade and you're gonna play a video game, or if you're gonna use your money for laundry, no, you know, like I don't so know. coins have. You're just flipping me off. Like was that like a legit flip off? Because you just no, 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 no. I, I you you like pulled your microphone back, but you did like this. No, yeah. why would I do that? Why I don't know. I'm just, I'm just hoping that the no, we're, no, no. We're, it's just I. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so the reason why coins have ridges on them is because coins used to be smooth, the edges around it, mm-hmm. and back in like 
whenever they used to use coins to trade, people would chip off, shave off edges of coins, and then still use that coin as the same currency. Like they would, it was a 25 cent piece, they would shave it off and then still use that as a 25 cent. But they would do that enough where the coins got smaller and they weren't worth their value and weight. But people had all these shavings and then mm. they would make new coins. Okay. So what they started doing was putting ridges on coins so that if somebody was shaving it to keep shavings to make like fabricate other coins, mm-hmm. I mean, it's another form of counterfeiting. If the ridges are shaved or start getting smooth, they would know that the coin has been tampered with. So all right, that's some knowledge. You sound, yeah, that was a great knowledge piece, Kevin. Hey, you sound shady as I'm fuck to me right now because <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you were the guy that was out there shaving the bits off. Like, I mean, what, what's up I with mean, that? I mean, whoever thought of that had those That's like, interesting. fucking genius. I have a lot of, uh, you know, after my mom passed away, I have a lot of the things that she that she left. And she always collected seashells. And Did she? I have a lot of very, I don't know. I'll show you one day, you know. You gonna show me your seashell connection? If it, if you brought it up. I wasn't trying to. Whatever. It's never something I used to. Hey, come over and look at my seashell collection. But yeah. I do have a lot of uh, seashells, and really none of them I've acquired in my life. They're just things that I got from her. But she has, yeah, she had some really like cool seashells. Maybe she thought of that as some form of currency. I think there's a lot of brands of currency out there, though. Hmm. Because I've I have a lot of things that I've acquired in my life that I think are interesting or even if they're not financially valuable, things that I enjoy having and that I would have a hard time parting with. Yeah. But well, before we go into that, we were talking about like how important money is really. Yeah, right. Well, money does have its own value, right? So um when this when this can't fucking figure out this mic and it's frustrating me, bro. Go ahead, sorry. You're moving around a lot. Why are you so fidgety right now? I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. Um, but we were talking about monetary stuff early. You said if you could earn 80000 a year in some job, you'd move to New York. You'd move back. Yeah. So like that was a number you put on that. So that was a value you placed on your own life. I, I haven't. Oh, not my life. I mean, I wouldn't. Yes, it was. You said if your ex-girlfriend wanted you to. No, there were unrelated <laughs> topics. There were unrelated topics. I know, but I know they were unrelated topics, but I'm the guy that right now is putting you on the spot and putting those two topics back together. Oh. Why is Scooby-Doo and Gilligan's Island the same show, right? Well, <laughs> the, the, the correlation is that you said if if this particular girl wanted you back into your life and you had access to that amount a number you set, by the way, a number you set by value, you were earning X amount per year, you would change your lifestyle up. You'd go, you'd move back to a different place or move back to the place you came from or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not Trinidad, but, you know, move back to New York. So you said that. I didn't say that. You said that. Yeah, yeah I did. Which is probably, I should have researched that number more before I said it. Yeah, you should have said like one... 50 or some shit but yeah that's just my uh honest guess no i actually <laughs> did research it so i i've been trying to figure out like i i definitely don't make what i want to make or what i'm worth right but i do know the national average standard of like happiness like how much money the you happiness need to, scale right mm-hmm. you in this country you need to make seventy five thousand mm-hmm. to be happy yeah 
and the re- the just the justification for happiness is like um research has proven that once you make past 75,000 your quality of life doesn't improve um it the rest of it is dependent on how you your like daily routines your habits mental health so like 75,000 is the marker for like if you make 75,000 or 500,000 your contentment in life doesn't change so right. like that's why I just need to make like seventy five k and I'm straight because I got the rest of the shit figured out. Like I know how yeah. to work out, I know how to like enjoy my life and shit. But that varies by state. So like if you factor in states in the United States, like seventy five thousand standard of living in one state is in New York, for example, is like one hundred seventy five thousand. To, mm-hmm. to get the same like the equivalency right the know? equivalency so it's like and in some states it's cheaper like mm-hmm. some states it's like might be 65 yeah but so. what are you gonna do like living in arkansas you know like if you yeah <laughs> i don't have those statistics on the top of my head <laughs> but um, i'm just saying if you live somewhere there's like less to do yeah the amount of money you're earning is more it has a greater value right however what you, can you do with it aside from travel or go on vacations right yeah there's factors to everything but if you go if you're what's this number we're talking about like number with kids or not no i think it's just like an individual basis okay all right but it's it's funny because like all right if you're bitter as a person and you're making half a mil doesn't matter and you take your ass to to disney world disney world or what what's a like (sighs) hawaii Mm mm-hmm you're still taking your bitter ass to Hawaii, so you're still gonna be fucking mm-hmm. bitter over there in Hawaii, yeah. complaining about how right. bad the mahi mahi fish is. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, like you're still an unhappy person. So I think that's why they say like there's a scale for it, and it's, there isn't. Yeah, yeah, but in personal happiness, it there's a value to that that is not monetary. Yeah, so that's that. Going back to the question, how important is money really? Right. You know what I mean, like. I don't know. I mean, I I certainly wouldn't want to be homeless, and I certainly wouldn't want to be you know despondent ever. Yeah. I it was at seventy five thousand. It could have been a different number, but I do know there's a national like average. But mm-hmm. that's a different story. Um, yeah. So like money, what do you need to be happy? What do you really need? Food? I find I find myself being happy. As long as my health is good, yeah. I and like you said food is obviously one. I'm I'm a big believer in the the basic human life um, pyramid where you know it's like food, water, shelter. Is it in that order? Food, water, shelter. I think it's shelter, water, food. No, it'd be food or first. Wa- no, I think it'd be it's food. Wa- water, I think it's water food. first, actually, and then food. Water, then shelter, shelter, food. Like you, you can. You can actually live. Well, you humans. can still die. If you have a roof over your head, you can still die from hunger. So I imagine it'd be water. Then those food. are the, those are the essential human elements. Yeah. As far as I, you know, and know. a smartphone. And a, <laughs> you and, need and, a smartphone. And a Wi-Fi connect, <laughs> yeah, right? Like Wi-Fi. some internet access. Yeah. And a Starbucks. Pornhub. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I, I think we get so far removed from reality because of the state that humans are in now like we're we're, every generation has been conditioned to one thing that leads to the next thing so you know uh uh, 100 and 
at this point, we're talking 120 some odd years ago. No one cared about having a car. No one cared about that. You know, it was like if you had a horse, you were living the high life. You know, you had a horse and a buggy. Yeah. You were like you were champ of the town, right? Killing it. Yeah, killing it. And now people are focused on well, what kind of car do you have? What kind of car do you drive? Uh, is that important? I mean, I guess we we we're the ones that put the priority on that. You know. You know what's funny about that? I think that's why my dad gives me a hard times because like I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like whatever, you have a nice car. I mean, well, my my car's a car. Mazda six, but it's like I couldn't care less if I died and never owned a Lamborghini. Like for some people, what? come you on, say, no, dude. but you say that shit to some people. Like, yo, like, oh, what's your ideal car? It's like, oh, before I die, I have to have this. Like, I have to have. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, there's no car out there that I need to have, and that's probably. But a that's cop understanding out because of the, like what essential rights are. Yeah, you don't need any of that. Those are all things that are like the icing on the cake, you know. That's yeah, but the, but I guess my question is, my that's question is like. Life. People or society in general like has this drive where it's like you always have to do better, and it's like how important is just owning more stuff? Hashtag Fight Club, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like how how much more do you really need to own before you actually be happy? What makes you happy though? You know, mm-hmm. it, you could be perfectly happy traveling. You know, some people get their their kicks and their their shits and giggles from traveling, right? what is what does that travel entail you america is a beautiful place and by the again again welcome like i'm, I'm glad you're here now <laughs> but you could you could I don't do feel a, very well you could do a road trip <laughs> you could do <laughs> but i appreciate a, you saying it. you could do a road trip through the united states or you know even if you wanted to just pack up some essential life gear like a, a plastic bottle and a change of clothes and a backpack and get on a bicycle and just road trip your ass around, you know, the Southwest or the Pacific Northwest or, or whatever. Yeah. But how easy if is the weather, really if the weather com- is, is compatible with what you're doing, you know, you could camp out and hike out and do and, and see some amazing country. But is it really that easy to do? Like, let's say you're 21. Years if you old. sacrifice your job in your life, it's there easy oh yeah oh no just sacrifice your, your yeah. job and your whole life you so do. what priority are we putting on our, having a job like having a paycheck having uh insurance having health care like we put a priority on those things because we're conditioned to do that are we conditioned to do that or yeah. is that human nature because like it's another form of bringing home the bacon right like sure when you were a caveman you went hunting you had to bring fucking meat home or this bitch would go leave you for the guy that had the side of beef. Yeah, like the guy, Maybe. the other caveman who was like bigger and stronger and came home with like a piece of buffalo or bison or something. Mm. Like, so it's all it's all the same hierarchical hierarchy hierarchical if that's even a word. <laughs> like now, we're same really hierarchy, silly. I guess. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like. As a man, you just have to do more over and over and over. Like just yeah. acquire more shit, so you're all. So you could, yeah. You could. Uh, what's the word I'm looking provide. for? Provide, not provide, but just like have offspring, just like re. So you're you're actually feeding into what I was talking about over the course of lifetimes and and human interaction. 
in the world, there's been a different standard set for each generation to what has to be done, right? So, and we're talking Paleolithic times and caveman times, there was a higher priority for a man to provide food to the community, not just to himself or his family or his offspring, to the community that he lived in because we go back into talking about seashells and trading and bartering, right? So maybe there was another member of the tribe, another member of the community that was growing wheat and making bread, right? So that person had to trade the bread for the meat someone else brought in in a very in a very primitive sense yeah there, there was well bread came hundreds of years later but that's fine i, I get what but we're saying. still talking about you know forging and pillaging and getting grains or berries or whatever it is like their yeah. food like food was one of those top priorities right remember when um your buddy came out, your Jamaican friend, yeah. the dude, the firefighter guy. He came out to visit, Shop. and um, we went to that to that place, uh, Montezuma's castle, right? Oh yeah. So it was like it was like the first. <laughs> like, I'm so like, glad I don't have to live in the side of a fucking cave. Bro. Yeah, but it was that's a perfect example where there's still this this dwelling that exists of essentially like a early apartment complex, right? It, it's like this this spot in the side of a wall there was shelter yeah, the first project there was shade <laughs> what's up marcy projects what's up marcy son <laughs> you know like montezuma projects. montezuma projects but i mean it's it exists it's a tourist destination now but it's still a real place that had its purpose in time there has been an evolution since then um but in that era there was you know the dudes that were up on the top like the lookouts looking for like animals out in the prowl in that valley there was a there was a river that goes between it they use that for irrigation they grew vegetables they grew crops they, yeah so, so we've we've come so far to a point where now society has the option to earn a paycheck right then you turn and spend your paycheck to pay for rent or pay a mortgage that gets the shelter over your head then you spend the rest of whatever you've earned in your paycheck to buy food. You don't have to go look for it. You just go to the grocery store. Yeah. Like we're in such an era of convenience. Life is so simplified. So how much shit do we actually need? Because like, all right. Well, you, you don't need it. half as much as we think we do, but but we're conditioned to being a part of that cycle. I don't know, man. I need my Netflix. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's you. I don't need it. Yeah. You used to live without Netflix, right? I don't have Netflix, dude. Like I, I'm, I am so. I don't want to say like caveman or off the grid, but I'm not. I'm not even off the grid. Like I'm on the grid. I'm just. I don't spend a lot of my time there. To me, it's, that's time wasted. Yeah. I just. I mean, I could read a book if I want to read a book. I, I, it makes me sound very dinosaur and very passe, but I also just don't feel as connected to it. Like we were talking about before. Does it bother Is you there, that you're not? Sometimes it does, but it only bothers me when I meet someone and they're like, well, like, what's your Instagram page or what's your profile? And I'm like, I don't, I don't do it. And then they're like, Ugh, and they look at me like, from? well, why? Like you're like, you're, yeah, like, you're not that old, you know, like you're, you're older, but you're not that old. You How old do you be. feel? I feel like I'm 25, dude. Like I feel honestly, I yeah. feel, I still feel very much like a young man and, I'm not saying I take the best care of myself um, physically, but mentally I take really good care of myself. 
And I think that's a huge advantage just for me. I mean, so does it bother you when like, yeah, I guess cause you don't, you don't have Snapchat, Instagram. Do you know? Okay. You so Facebook. Well, yeah. But you don't you have and, Netflix. You don't have Disney plus like you and I talk about stuff, right? Like so you, when you interact with people, go ahead, go ahead. Let me hear what you have to say. Cause you're going to say, no, you, I want you to say, what I was going to say like, so when you actually interact with people and you're talking about like current, event shit happening yeah how is the conversation like what, what's going on in your head when like you can't somebody's talking about like the new star wars movie? i didn't watch mandalorian yeah you didn't okay. watch mandalorian i haven't seen it are you a star wars fan love star wars seen pretty much every you other can't piece. say that you can't say it all right have you seen i'm not a vegetarian well but hold I, on, i'm not hold a vegan on, I'm get to but it. i love animals hold on come how, on how you, have you seen episode seven eight and nine star wars Yes, yes, no. I have not seen the most okay. current one. All right. So, yeah, I guess you're allowed to say you. Thank stuff. you. Thanks for letting me have that. Yeah, because I have a that. friend in New York. Who, Appreciate like, that leniency. Like two years ago, his last video game system he owned was like a PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm a gamer. No, no, you're not a gamer. Mm-hmm. Last game system you owned was like in 01 or 2002. If a decade's passed, you can't say that you participate in an activity anymore. I'm yeah. Sorry. But I agree. I'll give you. I'll give you seven episode eight. Sure. Okay. But anyway, so you're gonna say. Well, like, you're you're a gamer and I'm not. Right. We still could go to like Cobra Arcade and then play. We could play like NBA Jams. I'll I'll be competitive with you. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll play a game with you. Like I. But my life doesn't revolve around those things. So what do you do choice. in lieu of watching The Mandalorian or Instagramming <laughs> or Snapchatting? Like, what do you do in that time? I focus on the on my personal life goals, which is what, which is flying airplanes, building airplanes. So you actually read? I read. I read a lot, dude. Planes. Like I mean, magazines, periodicals, books, online stuff. Like on I, your phone? Yeah, if I have to, whatever. It does. I have access to it. I'm just not gonna. I I don't. Choose. So you educate yourself in your free time. Does that sound crazy to you? Yeah, I think so. All right, really that's fine. Fucking insane. Yeah, well, I mean, what is I, wrong I with have, you? <laughs> I have the option to do it, so I yeah. I choose to do it. Um, you and I were talking about earlier, um, Instagram, right, and and accounts. One of the first times we sat down after we got this equipment and plugged in, one of the very first things you said once we plugged in and started recording was you were so upset about Instagram and how like the girls on Instagram do this, that, and whatever. I'm always on Instagram. Okay. I am all, every fucking free second I have. I'm That's on your Instagram. Choice. And I don't post shit and nor do I comment or like, but I'm you always on it. I don't know just, why I'm on it. It's fucking disgusting. You have a weird, you have a weird addiction. It's an it. addiction. It's all an right. addiction to the screen. So, but, but you find that fulfilling in one sense because you're spending your energy doing it. That's call it your life or whatever you want. You spend energy doing it, right? I spend my energy not doing it, which makes me counterculture to the generation. I don't, I, you can call me a grandpa or old man or dinosaur. I don't, that's fine. It really doesn't bother me. But at the, at the same point, I don't waste my energy on that stuff. And one of the reasons when you told me that, or when you said that it almost made it, almost validating because you were saying how much it frustrated you and how angry it was for you made it bro right so 
I watch, I look at other people, you know, aside from you. Yeah. Um, that like watch the news regularly and they're like, the news is depressing and it's not like, well, yeah. well, we okay. had a conversation about yeah. that. I fucking hate that. Well, dude. you, but I couldn't tell us. You have a choice. You watched live broadcast television. Like it's gotta be years. Since that's getting passe. Whether, whether I'm speaking from how I view technology or other people, Okay, so years ago, everyone had a home telephone, right? Like uh, like a, a home line. Mm-hmm. Like a and then cell phones became so popular that I don't even know the exact number. But again, it's something in like the high 80% or 90% that no one, like most people don't have a home telephone anymore. Is it really? Is that true? It's really high. Like I feel the, like homeowners always have. Like my dad's house. That's fine. Home, again, like I, I'm, not say, I'm not saying they don't exist anymore. Yeah. That's when what, my, my point, the hashtag was a pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It was a pound, pound sign. Symbol. Yeah, pound sign was a different thing before it became hashtag, hashtag yeah. which apparently is how you get a comment you make popular on Twitter. Yeah, and I saw a meme so on, on Instagram. Yeah, it's funny. I saw it on Instagram, but it was like, yeah, you, why did landline phones have the hashtag symbol if right, there was no right, Twitter or right. whatever? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was funny. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, there's comic value to it. Absolutely. I think that's what makes the transition funny. Yeah. Uh, but my point is evolution does exist. So you can go from a religious standpoint or whatever else. How dare you desecrate the Lord Jesus Christ? I'm not trying to knock him. I'm just saying that the (laughs) the Lord above knows better and he knows that. Stuff's gonna change, dude. Like the way yeah. people, the way people deal with their lives is gonna change in a progressive fashion. And so, we're whatever happened ten years ago, that's outdated. What happened yesterday is outdated, right? Yeah. There's there's this frequent change of uh, technology, but there is a choice on how much you want to be influenced by it. So I'm saying if you choose to subscribe and be a part of um, Instagram or Facebook or, um, you know, whatever. Twitter. You know Twitter. what? I'd agree with you. And here's why I'd agree with you. Because if you step far back enough from society, you'll see that everything we're facing now, we faced before in civilization. Mm-hmm. And the reason is if you go through Instagram and scroll through Facebook it's and you you're like all you're doing is like watching jokes or memes or you're staring at girls asses Mm -hmm. in the olden times is the equivalent of going to a brothel and like spending your coin or currency Mm. your seashells right because like you're you're looking at a woman and objectifying the female body if you're on instagram staring at girls ass or if you're following memes on facebook or instagram it's equivalent to like standing outside in the courtyard and listen to the jester talk. So it's like, mm. so it's like, if you really think about it, we've been doing the same nonsense as human beings because you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the same shit. We're just doing it a different way. But you know what I mean? Oh my God. That, that was an awful epiphany because now I realize we're talking, we're doing a podcast and we're recording what we're talking about. And we're basically doing it for the same reason. No, because we're trying to discuss ideas. You know who also discuss ideas? Socrates and Plato. Okay. Them motherfuckers was they- gangsters. So like, oh. oh. So like, <laughs> I just I listened to the audiobook version of um, Plato, The Republic. Mm-hmm. 
And like they have an in-depth conversation. And it's okay. like through dialogue, they actually discovered a lot of things about right. democracy and shit. Like we're not bringing up, we're not bringing up stuff and and putting it on air and showing like, okay, here, look at this, watch this video. Right. There's a few times I want to give a shout out to other people's like videos that I've seen no, no or whatever, but we'll we'll get no that as we need to. Yeah. Yeah. So like I don't know, it's different discussing idea, or maybe I'm just like being defensive and trying to argue myself as an intellectual. But yeah, I don't know, like. What could I be doing right now? I could be in the club because it's Friday night. Right. I could be smoking a blunt, Snapchatting it, or yeah. getting drunk, Snapchatting it. And it's uh-huh. like, that's different. I was just going to change information about exes and relationships and ideas yeah. that somebody else could learn from, or maybe we could learn from. So yeah. I don't know. But if you were in a club, it would be like, yeah. Like you're you're trying to have a reasonable conversation with maybe like a, you see some girl across the bar, like some trying girl that's like attractive to you, and you're trying to go over and say, "Hey, what's up? I'm so and so." And right. Well, I guess in the okay. background, but like super loud, you know. Like you, so, is it? Here's my here. Is it? Is it morally better to swipe on Hinge or Bumble? than it is to go to the club and try to pick up a girl and buy oh, her a drink. What's I've the morality in, difference there? Hey, all right. So I'll give you my my own What's take on that. Opinion? My my I'm not gonna say it's a professional opinion because there's gonna be a ton of people that dispute this. My opinion, just for what works for me, mm-hmm. I'm done with that. I've done both, dude. I've done okay, I haven't done the online thing. You've never done online dude. So I, I got feel like you should. I feel like you do. Mm, yeah. I like myself too much to. Whoa! Just, yeah, personal attack. Call, call me, call me arrogant, conceited, or whatever. That's ego talking. My ego, my ego says, I've been to enough nightclubs and I've bought enough girls' drinks and stuff to like. I don't care about that. It doesn't well? Okay, that's not where I, I'm gonna I, meet. Let me stop you. Miss I feel like you're Ryan. Like nah. Well, I feel like you're done. misinterpreting my position on why I'm online dating. Because I don't meet people in real life. But I'm not looking for a hookup. Like, I do not go online dating. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't been with a girl since my last girlfriend. It's been a year since I've actually smashed somebody. Damn, I need to get. You need to get on I'm that. I'm losing my shit. Yeah. But I do want the next person I sleep with to be, like, a girlfriend. Ooh. So it's like, I'm not. Wow. All, I think you're making a comparison of, like, trying to pick up chicks in a bar and online dating mm-hmm. if you're using online dating to like just hook up yeah which i'm not so like all right i think that's a bad no that's an- fair a bad analogy unless you're at the bar trying to meet your future wife all which right I think so is- here's here's my retort to that same, same thing uh-huh. i was talking to earlier about that girl that i had met and she showed me the video of herself like shooting herself in the face with a champagne bottle yeah the cork hit her in the face that's a girl that I would imagine if she listens to our podcast, she has the option to listen to like an a couple hours worth of how I think as a person. I think you could gauge me very well as a person from what I've said that we've been recording for the last, you know, whatever. I think that's a terrible idea because I just come across like a fucking asshole. No, I don't. I don't think so. Dude, you're you're putting that label on yourself. Maybe. And I could also I could also have someone else listen to this and go that guy that talks on that microphone he's a fucking idiot he's a douchebag he's a dumbass he doesn't know shit like you can say whatever you want I don't care I'm not offended like if you're offended you're offended if mm. I'm offended that's me all right I don't 
I'm going to put my staff of approval on this. Like before we put like send, I'm going to say, okay, like I don't have a problem with what I'm saying. If you do, that's your problem more than my problem. But all right. So we were talking earlier about what are qualities you find attractive, honesty, humor, uh, you know, those are like dead giveaways though. We didn't really say anything particularly interesting. Well, why don't that, if someone else has something to say about it, then we can go have lunch or breakfast or dinner. Or if you want to sit down and like get on the microphone and, uh, and put the headphones on and talk about it and, and step up to that level, then you step up. Do you think somebody who, if somebody listened to us and they had a really hard stance against anything we said, you think they'd actually sit down and talk to us? I, I find know. it really hard to believe. I don't think we're actually hoping to encourage that in our format. Like we're not. No, but just like just a. If there's going to be a comment section eventually, and I, it's probably going to be full of stupid, like hate mail, dumb posts and comments that other people put on the internet. It's mm. that's going to be the way it's going to be, no matter what. There's there might be a handful of people that go, hey, you know, I like what they said. I think they were being honest. I think they're being truthful. I can relate to that. That's great. If you if that's cool. And if someone gets on and says, what a bunch of douches. These guys are talking about simple day one, level one, yeah. psychology 101. 101, right. That, well, that's fine, dude. I don't care. It's not for them. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. It's not going to bother me at all. I'm not going to like not lose. I'm not going to lose sleep because yeah. someone's going to make a comment. And if someone wants to comment to my face when I'm walking around wearing like a who's offended t-shirt, I'll say it. I don't care. You're really big on t-shirts. I love t-shirts. I'm a t-shirt guy. Did I tell you about that new t-shirt I got? I bought a t-shirt that says, so I'm getting back into like weird t-shirts like this one. From yeah. Anime. I like it. But I bought a, I watched Sandlot for the first time after like 20 years and I went out and bought a Sandlot t-shirt and it's, it says Wendy Peppercorn on top and it's a picture of her. You remember Wendy Peppercorn? The like lifeguard girl who was sitting on the top. Oh, okay, from Sandlot. Yeah, from yeah. Sandlot, mm-hmm. next to the pool in her red yeah, bikini yeah. and red lipstick. Yeah, yeah. And on the bottom, <laughs> it says she knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. On the bottom of the t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if you remember that scene. I do. Was Sandlot it, was a classic movie. You know? Yeah. I grew up. I grew up in like a baseball family. I played baseball for a couple of years. And, Did you? Yeah, yeah dude. Like, I have Sandlot classic. Hundred percent. Yeah. Wendy Peppercorn. Shout Wendy, outs. Yeah. Wendy shout Peppercorn. Shout outs to Wendy Peppercorn. Peppercorn. Yeah. She knows exactly what she's doing. <sighs> what else is there to talk about? Oh, I didn't finish talking about New York. Uh, yeah. So eighty thousand. Probably that number is probably fudged. Yeah. You need. To, I mean, as far as I know, gotta throw at least like another twenty on top of that. But yeah, the thing about me is like. I've been so happy living in this apartment. Like my life's just I could do anything I want. Like yes. wh- aside from travel. Like to But you'll get countries. there, dude. Like Yeah. Hmm. I think personal happiness, okay. Full roundabout qualities that make a, a person um attractive in a relationship. Your personal happiness, if that's not number one on the list, dude, like I don't know what else could be. What's happiness I, to you? What is what do you what do well, you Well you just you just said it. Like you're content you're content. content being here, right? So like content is a is a good springboard to happiness. I think if you're unhappy with what you're doing, you can't change. Like, well that should be a big motivator to change. 
Yeah. If you're if you're really unhappy in everything that your life is doing, like that's when you should really pump the brakes and hit reset, start over. Speaking of like the video game culture, if you're having a bad video game session, you could just hit rage like, quit. You could just hit quit and start over again. Life is not the video game culture. Life is not the Instagram culture. Life is not the Twitter culture. Everyone's out there putting their best shit forward on Instagram. Everyone's out there trying to make their life sound better than it is in the public media or social media forums. To me, that's why I choose not to do it. I'm not saying I'm a happier person because I don't do it. I'm just saying I've had just as many great days as most people that uh, have those forums. Yeah. I just don't go out and say, hey, here's a great day I had and I did this or that or whatever. Yeah. If I have a bad day, I have no reason to uh, be absent from that forum. And then people go, you didn't post anything today. Well, I was having a bad day. All right. Everyone has good days. Everyone has bad days. Oh, another quality, seeking approval to tie into that. Like a girl doesn't seek approval from other people. Like she's cool with who she is. She like Mm -hmm. doesn't need validation all the time. Yeah. That shit's kind of sexy because like I don't. I, I live my life like not seeking approval mm. from other people. Like if I'm cool what I'm doing, I'm cool what I'm doing. Like well it makes sense. That's me. validation to me to keep on not being a a programmed condition of social media. Yeah. I my life is just better without it. I don't need if someone I know, if if someone that's connected to my life personally has something that they want to share and I talk to them. That conversation to me is gold. You mean connect one on one like human beings? Yeah, like that's, that's. I don't. Who are you? What are I'm, you I'm about? a ro- I'm a robot from a different era, dude. I'm just that. I'm just that yeah. outside of the box. But yeah, if I get a text message or a phone call from someone, or if I send a text or a phone call to someone else, and it becomes engageable, I will engage upon it. I don't need. I don't need to put it out there for everybody. To me, that's more that to yeah. me, that's healthier. It's it's simpler. It, technology it gets more has done. technology has helped me because I used to be more introverted when I was younger. Um, and technology has helped me reach out to people that, that wouldn't have reached out to. Before. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it has its place. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'll, saying it doesn't have a place. I'll say hi to people when before I wouldn't have like like it's easy to send a high text message. Mm-hmm. Or like, how are you? And just like kind of like be introverted, but like still connect at the mm-hmm. same time. Whereas before, if I had to call a person, I mm-hmm. just wouldn't talk to them at yeah. all. So it's like, yeah, it helps a little bit, you know. But then what I realized, like, I almost can't carry a conversation with certain people over the phone anymore because it's like awkward because mm. I'm so used to texting. Like texting is starting to replace it, but it's yeah. like so fucking weird because. Well, like I said, back in the day, there was only one or two options. It was like a telegraph. Or a home phone line, and yeah. or a, a fax machine. You know that a fax machine machine was like only the earliest. businesses use fax. Yeah, and and at this point, really, no one uses them. Businesses but, use fax machines, and I don't fucking know why. It's well, like dinosaur like, technology. It's like. email. You could you throw email in. It's the same. Right, like version. why? Why scan to email or something? Like okay. if you need to to sign a printed document, like you scan that to email. Why should I fax it to you? Like it's, it's you're agreeing with me more so than you think you are. No, nah, I know I'm. I agree. I hate the fact that I'm so connected to technology, yeah. but I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Uh, I think there's a lot of times when 
technology is a absolutely useful and brilliant tool. Like if you want to start a podcast. If you want to start a podcast, I don't know. I mean, I don't if all we could do is if I had to call people on the telephone or and that was the only way I had to get it out there. Be like, hey, so we recorded. We had a tape recorder, right? Me and my buddy sat down and tape recorded just us talking shit about whatever he felt like talking about for an hour. Right. At this point, two and a half hours, two hours, three hours, whatever. Yeah. Um, and why don't you listen to the recording? Like, why don't you just hold the phone up to your ear? and listen to this tape recording i put out there right and i'm gonna do it one at a time by the way i'm gonna call everyone i know right and make them all listen to oh it. and by the way could you record it while they're listening to it and play it <laughs> right yeah can you help us it's like uh pass along or whatever right, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so obviously there's there's a point of technology that's better but it's not all it's not all what it's cut up to be but do you feel like not being savvy with the technology as much hinders your personal growth in today's society i'm i am integrated with the people that i think i need to be in touch with at this point so i have no problem with it this Mm -hmm. is the mouth this is the most outside of the box thing i've done personally as far as a social media platform like if if this if we actually put out like a youtube channel and stuff this is going to be way outside of what my normal comfort zone would be but I'm not having a hard time with it because I think that I'm, I feel like I'm being the most authentic to myself. I'm not being, I'm not being a different person than I normally am. I'm being myself. So I, I'm okay with that. Gotcha. Doesn't bother me. All right. <laughs> well, uh, well, that was fun. Well, that was fun. Uh, yeah. I hate technology. I remember I got a text. You're, you're so full of shit. You no, love like, technology, dude. But every time I, I remember you bought that video game console, dude. You came you came back and you're like, look yeah, at this true. video game console I got. I have I have like 300. Or it was more. It was like a ton of 2, games. 2,500 games. On 2,500 video games on one console. I guess a smartphone is what I'm trying to say. Because yeah. I, I get notifications. I'm the type of person, like, as soon as I get a notification, I reply immediately. Yeah. Like, I don't. Because most people have like, I guess you'd call it self-control, where it's just like they don't reply immediately, yeah. where they they could let a message sit on their phone like unread. Yeah. And if I leave a message unread, it's like because I didn't seconds. realize I got yeah. a text message. Yeah. But like 95% of the time, I'll reply immediately. And I think that is annoying to people because like if... I reply immediately. It like kind of puts it in their hands. Like they have to reply immediately. Yeah. And I think most people don't like that. Do you sit there and stare at your phone the whole time? I'm always doing other shit. Like I'm either watching TV or like cooking or doing something else. Mm. Or like listening to Alan Watts on YouTube or something right. weird shit. But um, but like when a text message comes in, I reply immediately. I leave like emotion out of it. I just kind of like read the text. What's it saying? Reply. And then yeah. I think that's why dating is so hard because like it's hard to engage conversation via text, but people are too scared to call. And like you can't ask for a number too soon because they're like, oh, well, you're pushing Tinder it. or Bumble and right. all that stuff. And okay. then you're like, and then like if you In real life, you can. I'm just saying. For your generation. I'm just saying. Not for us. Call me old man again, motherfucker. I'm, I'll whoop I'm your not ass saying across you're old. I'm saying for you. What are you, Generation X? <laughs> You are Generation X, aren't you? I don't know. X, Y, X, Y, Z. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. 
I don't really care. I don't like the classification. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like, it gets annoying. Yeah. Whatever. For sure. What are we talking about next time? I don't know. We were, uh, I got my list back out as far as potential upcoming conversation topics. There was a point when you had bought that video game console thing of yours and you were thinking about, because I have a background in woodworking. I used to work on like cabinets and stuff. Yeah. And I remember you and I were talking about, let's, why don't we build like an old school video game console, like an arcade a console, arcade cabinet, a, a cabinet right? Yeah, yeah, an arcade cabinet. Put that thing in here and that would be where this is all happening. Like now you have a podcast format set up. I know. Do you think that was a good idea or a bad idea? To what? To build a podcast format set up. Kitchen? Yeah, in your kitchen. That's a great fucking idea. I, so so you don't have any you don't have any regrets about not I'm building I'm still gonna build that cabinet. Because okay, I've yeah. always wanted to build a cabinet. We can do it. I was like, like eleven years I'm old. I'm down with that too. Like I'll help you with it. I got yeah. I have a lot of tools. I have a, I have a lot of knowledge in that in that area because I'm an old man, dude. I'm an old I'm an old man. I don't spend a lot of time on the internet. I'm sure there's a YouTube channel out there you could say, hey, how do you build an arcade oh, cabinet and just thousands of knock it out, dude? Like one and done. All right, so um, we've already talked about a lot of stuff. I'm I'm kind of curious because I don't know exactly where we're at as far as our catalog. We, there's some stuff we've recorded, some things that are well, being added. Tell me what you're thinking, and I'm pr- my memory is pretty good with you. Yeah, no, it's not. I always have to be the no. Nah, stuff like this, it would be because I, yeah. I, I, I we talk about relationships, dumb people. Um, should we get serious? Should we get silly? Where we're going? Where we're well, going? Let's just pick a serious one and just bullshit on funny shit. Because our, our funny topic was Scooby Doo and we never that out. And, we, and we we briefly right. talked about that. Yeah. Did we ever talk about the girl that like my neighbor that cheated on me? Did, did, did we record? Yeah, that? this is episode one. All right. We're not going back there. No, I don't want to either. I just <laughs> just saying. Ugh. Stupid. Um, hey, you're stupid for dating her. It's my fault. All right. Um, are we out of topics already? No, there's no fucking close. way we're out of topics. Um, how about substance abuse and racism? Mm-hmm. Let's pick one. Let's go. Let's go we just went on like two and a half hours about um, qualities we find attractive. And I'm sure after this much time, someone listened. If anyone listened this far, neither one of us are likable to them anymore. They just fucking hate us both equally. Probably. Right. Let's go with racism. All right. Racism's on deck. Um, that should be a fun conversation considering should it? I'm oh white. And, um, I feel like we should actually read. We're going to have to do a lot of homework between right now and the next time we hit record. Yeah. But yeah. God damn, that's gonna be rough. All right. I hope you're rough. I hope you're down to take this ride with us because it's about to get rough and real on who's offended. Racism. It's gonna eh. Should we set some ground rules? Um yeah, I, probably, but we'll talk about them when we get started the next time. I don't think it's <laughs> worth it. I don't think it's worth it to just bring them up Should yet. Talk about ground rules now. Ground rules are coming up. Uh no use of the ER. <laughs> oh my god why does that have to go to black why is every time <laughs> like racism you're the one i said we can sort it off next time but you whatever dude yeah we're gonna try oh to god. not be 
Racism is an equal board in so many senses. What do you mean by that? Well, we'll have to talk about it next time because I think this is be pointless for us to jump into it. Right oh, now. you're right. You're white. So let's just do whatever you want to do. Right? Damn. Ouch. All right. Well, all right. You, you can say what you want to say. And then uh, if I say anything, I'm going to be wrong no matter what I say. Absolutely. All right. So I get to win on hey, the next here episode. Come, the next episode will be the hate Ryan and anyone like him episode. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And uh, that's going to be really fun for me. So wish yeah. me luck, everybody. All right. All right. Thanks. Yep. Bye.